Welcome back to Normies Like Us, the podcast that reminds you it's hip to be square. We'll have to be smarter than the beaver if we want to get to the choppa. We're about to find out if we're predators or prey on Normies Like Us. Come on, kill me, I'm here! Guess who's back? Wayland, I'm not going to let you die down here. That's crazy, the government doesn't lie to people. We're going to need a new plan. Shut the fuck up. This is as far as you go. No more. This is it. You heard it up top. What an adventure we're going on this week as an intergalactic threat comes to Earth to hunt us. That's right, because we're talking about the Predator franchise, including the new entry Prey here on Normies Like Us with your hosts, um, Colin Dutch. I don't know. That doesn't work. I'll be Mike, and I, I will never, I'm, I'm bad. I'm a cop who doesn't follow the rules. Predator 2, sure. Mike. <laughs> Get and too old for this shit. <laughs> Mike Glover. And this is yeah. uh, Prad Jacober. Mm. Okay. I've always considered you a predator. Just th- a different kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to remember his last name, Predator 2. I had to look it up or I'm going to go crazy. Mike Herring. Harrigan. Mike, Mike oh. Harrigan. Harrigan. Yeah, no, 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 that's his voice. <laughs> we'll we'll get there as we talk about it, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll talk about it. Because we're talking about um, kind of maybe an undersung franchise that has a million more movies than you would think it does. That's right. The Predator franchise. And uh, we're going to be going into it, but I'll start asking your histories you guys, have you seen all these, Jacob? Are you are you a Predator fan? Uh, I mean, somewhat. I watched, you know, the first Predator movie, I think, a long time ago. Um, in preparation for this episode, I didn't watch all the movies, but I did. Uh, so there's this YouTube channel called Dead Meat that, that, that does these oh, yeah, uh, yeah. kill counts of different horror franchises. And they, <laughs> it's ba- they basically cool. recap the entire movie uh in a digestible way so i watched all of those so i'm i'm familiar with what each movie is about basically and i feel like i watched it without having watched the whole thing yeah, man, so. a secondhand experience i see <laughs> yeah. um youtube recaps right so for me um i love the original predator i think it's you know one of the best action movies ever made right um Amen. some some dialogue might be jesse ventura might make some people a little sensitive but it's the 80s oh Mike, are you yeah. saying you're not a sexual Tyrannosaurus? Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that. Um, but, he's governor. Uh, uh, yeah, he's yeah, the governor. Thank yeah, you. you. But, uh, you know, you know it's, it's a little edgy. You know, it's good. I love the original Predator. Great, 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 great action thriller movie, you know. And um, I had only seen that one up to this point. I never saw. I watched the intro of Predator 2 and was like. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not here for this. Like the whole cop stuff. And I just oh, stopped watching it when I was younger. Yeah, hey, you know, we'll get there. But so I'd only seen the first one and then Prey is, a you know, just released. And the whole time it's being advertised, I don't see trailers, just advertising materials. And I'm like, man, they're really pushing that Hulu video game movie. I had no idea it was a predator because there's a video game called Prey. Um, oh, really? Yeah. That's right. The trailer That's right. I forgot we no. got you in a text. Um, maybe right. an accidental oh, yes. reveal, unfortunately. <laughs> it would have been great just to watch it not knowing and then be like, wait, wait, is that a Yautja? Right? So, um, a Yautja? I How dare you? <laughs> I, was gonna, I have my own trivia for the end. Don't you guys worry. 
Oh, a Mike's oh, quiz. A Mike's quiz. <laughs> yeah. About that. Yeah, yeah. The the most dangerous game we'll call it. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm loving this. Two men enter, one man leaves. So uh, I watched Prey, and, and I, you know, spoiler, I liked it a lot. We'll get into it proper in the end of the episode when we get into Prey. But um, after that, I was just like, you know what? Keep it rolling. And then I watched like five Predator movies the next day, and I've watched seen them all. Wow, everything except the Predator because it was not Us. available on Hulu. I know that's the one you that's have the, the most to one. talk about. Don't you yeah, dare, Jacob. Uh, that's Don't probably the worst one, but uh, it's it's a mess, but in a, in a fun way. <laughs> yeah, I know it has been plagued by reshoots, but I guess the plan today is to talk about we haven't done the Predator franchise, right? We'll kind of do that in a segment, and then we're going to do kind of a review and a look at Prey. So what we can talk about all of those crazy things that Jacob saw in Dead Meat, but uh, Colin, I want to ask you: you had uh, presumably seen more than the first one when Prey came out. <laughs> I am a little bit more of a uh, Predator fan than I would say you guys are. Listeners, if you don't know, I'm an Arnold Schwarzenegger super freak. We've done an Arnold episode that I insisted upon. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, what? I'll get you guys with like a Conan one eventually? No, this is probably... We did Terminator. We did... Uh, thank you. Yeah, yes, yeah, totally yeah. Right, yeah. Jacob. We've done Alien. Um, we've talked the Alien franchise, but... It, we've right. talked the Alien franchise. Obviously, there's a big crossover here. I didn't really kind of include any of that information in our notes. I'm not sure if we'll really do a deep dive in those. But, um, you know, just talking about the Predator franchise, skipped two, like you, Mike. Mm. You know, I just, you know, it just it meant nothing. Yeah, I just I I I didn't even kind of know it existed as a kid. Mm. Joe and I went to the Predator in college or I'm sorry, Predators. Predators with Adrian. Adrian Brody and in a totally empty theater, you know. (laughs) Maybe a little drunk, you know, just the two of us. I think mm-hmm. we talked the entire movie. I remember loving that film. So no honest reaction there, obviously. That's incredible. I, I once saw Resident Evil to throw back the last episode, the screening of the first Ooh. Resident Evil with my high school buddy. We were the only ones in the theater, too. It's probably that's very similar. The best. But that's uh, the greatest kind of experience. Yeah. The Predator I have seen as well. It's the only one, again, that I kind of didn't go to theaters mm. other than, of course, this most recent one, because it is not a theater exclusive film. And uh, yeah, I'm going to be very happy to kind of share my Predator thoughts this episode, I think. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say I've seen, uh, like I said, Predator 1. I've also seen The the Predator from 2018, mm. which I saw on a plane. And okay. also... Predators, I remember, I don't remember if I've seen it or not, but when I was watching that recap, I was like, this movie looks familiar. Maybe I have seen mm. it subconsciously. Right. Not. And we'll so, kind of get into them. I have yeah. some fond feelings for AVP because the opening yeah. title card says October 3rd, and that's my birthday. So I was like, ah, this this movie yeah. happens on my birthday. Great. <laughs> but Well, I'll, I'll even say on this, you know, uh, to that point, Mike, Jacob, I do a weird letterbox list where I include... The whole universe of get this the Wayland Yutani uh, the Wayland Yutani mm. universe exactly mm. because Wayland Yutani does not just exist in Predator and Aliens it's also in the Firefly world so it's in the whatever that movie's called what what is that oh, movie called Serenity, Jacob? Serenity. I didn't know thank that. you that's the yeah. Blade Runner universe so Blade right. Runner Blade Runner twenty forty nine and then Mike Blade Runner. 
Have you ever seen Soldier with Kurt Russell? Never seen Soldier with Kurt Russell. Bad action movie. Paul W.S. Anderson, the director of the first Resident Evil and many others, uh, husband of Mila Jovovich, and getting money from at least all of them. (laughs) Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice. Considered a sequel to Blade Runner. So if you go on that technicality, all those films, blah, blah, blah. But all that to say, my thoughts on the, the first AVP movie, I have that over a lot of those films that I just listed. So I, I have fond memories for those as well, my friend. Nice. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll has, uh, hit a quick yeah. rankings at the very end of this yeah. too, you know? Um, but yeah. Go and ahead, AVP, Jacob. you know, aside from, you know, whatever you think about the movie, at least has some cool like canon callbacks with, with uh, you know, Lance Henriksen uh, as being Bishop, in right? as like the the human who will be Bishop. It's right. crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess to tease the first segment, everything Predator one up through yes. the Predator. Then we'll do a review of Prey, and um, I say we just jump right into it. Then let's. Uh, the hunt is on, boys. Ooh, yeah. Look out! It's Predator franchise coming up next. We're back, although you can't tell because we have our cloaking technology mm-hmm. on as we're scuttling around in the hot forest. Because that's right, we're talking the Predator franchise to kick things off here. Um, yeah, it's uh, kind of one of those crazy Hollywood stories, if you guys don't know about it. It's, um, I believe, John and Jim Thomas, who were writers, trying to put this screenplay together and do the classic move of, sliding it under a fucking agent's door and it Hmm. just gets red and they're like this is incredible it's called the warrior or i'm sorry the hunter yeah um and uh if you don't know the original story like if you haven't seen the original design like um jean-claude van damme was supposed to be the predator it's what we ended up with we're very lucky we got let's say yeah, yeah. I made a, a joke kind of at the beginning about my quiz being called the most dangerous game. But like this very much is like, what if that plus aliens plus the biggest muscle men Hollywood has to offer? Right. Well, that's what the movie we got. I'm not sure how much <clears throat> excuse me was in the script, but well, we basically. And it literally, Mike, that concept comes from these two guys, these two brothers just being super savvy and seeing interviews at the time of their favorite people. And it was Sylvester Stallone and they'd be like, oh, you know, Rambo is Rocky beating people up in the jungle. Uh, yeah, what yeah, if yeah. Rambo, Rambo, who's he going to fight next? An alien. An alien? Yeah. And they were like, that's exactly what we're going to steal. And they took wow. that concept and fucking wrote it out. It, 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 uh, what if Rambo had to beat up E.T.? And, and, you know, they come up with a cooler concept for the alien. Rambo yeah. is right. definitely the predator in his first movie. You yes. Know? And yeah. everybody else is just fodder. That's true. <laughs> you know? Well, this movie is like they're using all their big guns and stuff in the beginning. And then at the end, he can only defeat the alien by going Rambo mode and being like super sneaky and setting up traps and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So this is, um, you know, we talked about it on our Arnold Schwarzenegger movie um, or episode. And obviously, you know, he, a lot of famous lines. Get to the chopper. Kill me. Come on. Chopper. Do it now. What are you waiting for? Yeah. You son right of a bitch. Here. Yeah. Pushing too many pencils. Great the CIA got you pushing lines. too many pencils. Yeah. <laughs> it is great. Make it easy I, on yourself. Yeah. I actually didn't realize when I was 
watching this recap, how many like memes and stuff came out of this movie. Like the, when they, the classic like hand shake they do greeting with Carl Weathers. That's that just the video of that is like a meme online now of their like, you know, embrace. Yeah. It's an uh, arm wrestling in midair. It's the toughest thing. We've met cousins (laughs) for a long time. We still do that. Yeah. When we see each other. Um, I never push a single pencil. So it's like the quintessential eighties action. It is. And Jacob, it was people on every type of steroid you could imagine. They would have these insane push up and workout contests. People would show up to the gym earlier and earlier to try to beat to beat each other there. So it turned up like Arnold would get the keys from like the maid staff to like open it up at three. And like Jesse Ventura would somehow already be in there working. out. Like it's, you know, it's insane. Yeah. Now that I think of it, there's two governors in the Catholic yes. movie, right? Governor Jixi, <laughs> the body of Ventura, and Arnold Schwarzenegger, both That's future right. governors. And Minnesota, no one knows California. If the predator became governor of his. <laughs> that, you know, he, well, well, no, he did. Right. He they clearly died. That, that was the showdown. Was yeah, they were, they had a great debate. Of course, um, his uh, his opponent had no uh, no one to run against him after this guy died. So <laughs> exactly. But to your point, it is the quintessential '80s movie. Now. He had done Commando before this. He had done Raw Deal. Obviously, Arnold is making what we know to be an Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. This is that. This is sort of the proto of that. It's kind of what we end up with. There would be no Terminator without this. There'd be nothing else, right? Now, Mm -hmm. directed by John McTiernan, a quintessential 80s action guy as well. Die Hard, some amazing stuff. Hollywood scumbag, of course, now ex-convict John McTiernan, who went to jail for wiretapping people. (laughs) Very insane. Okay, (laughs) he was spying on them for very bad reasons. (laughs) Well, that's bad. I don't know enough about it, but it seems bad. But this movie in a vacuum, one of the best action movies ever made, and I thought somebody interestingly say about the Arnold um, Schwarzenegger starring this is it's it's one of the few like major Arnold Schwarzenegger movies that that he is the lead. But him leading it doesn't overshadow the rest of the movie. Like the yes. rest of the movie meets him. And like, it, it, you know, a lot of other times it's the Arnold show. This is yeah. you really feel like this badass dude could lose. Yeah. The ensemble of these, you know, these great, you know, 80s action stars like Jesse Ventura. You got Bill Dukes in there. You got uh, yes. Carl Weathers, obviously. Yes. Mm-hmm. Great cast. So it's a really strong ensemble cast. So even Arnold can't overshadow them all you know literally strong like the strongest ensemble (laughs) cast we've ever seen (laughs) it truly might be i do you guys know that episode of it's always sunny in philadelphia where mac and dennis break up because they don't want to watch predator anymore and talk about the bodies anymore and dennis is like i just i'm not putting up with this we rent it every week that's hilarious yeah I had never seen that one. I'm not. not a, there's seen some, a ton of could, those. There's but. some gay undertones you could definitely read into this. In, movie. in what way? <laughs> Explain it to some me. Some homoerotic uh, undertones. <laughs> just a little just, bit. Just, just big guns in bit. the jungle. Um, I do love uh, the juxtaposition though of like the biggest, strongest, like most tough dudes with the best technology, yes. the elite of the elite, and even they are no match for this thing. And it really sets the tone for what a predator. A yautja. Yes. I swear, Colin, I learned that word yesterday. <laughs> I know so you've proud. probably known it that's way amazing. more than me. But that's the name of the species. So it's, it's our introduction to this culture and this this type of alien race. And it's a really it's, strong way to do it. It absolutely is. It sets up the coolest premise ever, which is basically the most dangerous game or alpha predator versus apex predator. Who will stand? Who will fall Godzilla right, in this Kong. ultimate showdown? Awesome. <laughs> now... It does set up an issue of what you just said uh, for the rest of the films going forward. 
not necessarily just in a comparatorial capacity as all sequels are, but unfortunately, because of the stock of what the characters are in this, Special Forces, the best of the best, from here on out, everybody goes, well, you know, they all got wiped out and it just came down to, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger, the peak of masculinity at a certain time mm-hmm. in the world. You know, anybody else, if, if, if you know, if three people survive, if one person survives, uh, that's totally not realistic because they're not special forces. And I just find that to be an insufferable comparison. Yeah, well, they have to one up every movie or yes. try to one up this, the original, right? And yeah. they don't win, like Jacob pointed out, because of their brawn or their guns. They, well, he sort of wins yeah, a little tactics. bit by his brain, but a lot of yes. it by luck. Like, he discovers yeah. the mud on accident. Right. Well, you know what I mean? Luck and, and, and planning and tactics, which let's ahead of ourselves with prey, but yeah, yeah, a really yeah. good job of explaining it. Yeah. But we can stay on this one because my question to ask is even the concept of going up against the Yutcha or the Predator is do you guys find it fair? I mean, luck does come into a question of versus the cloaking. What yeah, asshole is coming so down to this thing? Right. It's bullshit. Well, way, and then I, the wrist bomb, which is yeah. totally unfair. The way they're represented in like, like they're Klingons or something where, you know, honorable combat is what they strive for. They really don't do honorable combat. They just like <laughs> hunting things that are like smarter as smart as they are or as strong as they are but they're yes. totally unfair in the way that they hunt yeah they, they're still op no matter what they're choosing to fight against even xenomorphs down the line like they still don't have laser cannons they're just creatures you know what i mean right. like they kind of have way more tech than anything they're ever up against which is a little cheap. yeah yeah it's a little sus so they you know they're not as honorable as they may think they are themselves no no it's just, no it's, just it's a big game service. Yeah, it's yeah. it's it's truly it's Eric Trump going to Africa and shooting a fucking elephant and then just right. being like, I did it. Here's the dumb picture. They come to our world. It is not. Let me say this real quick, because there's this big misconception of obviously they're targeting humans. This is this huge thing. We're this huge, scary thing to them. No, no, no. They come down here because it's like a joke. They are surprised <laughs> to see us and then go like, yeah. absolutely. I'll add that to my collection of mm-hmm. skulls. Well, it's, like a, it's you know like a human hunting a deer with a gun. They're not going to yes. face off against the deer in single combat. Yeah. Can you like, imagine if I said, Jacob, be <laughs> yeah, honorable. Yeah. Put your shotgun down and you walk right. up and have to like chop a deer with your karate. and <laughs> yeah, Especially you with your antlers. They'll gore you, dude. Right. Yeah, so so they're a little cheap, and I I, I want to. This will come back around when we get to yeah. prey because I have a very specific opinion of the personality of that specific predator. I they love all that. are kind of different. So this yeah. guy, yes, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Like they all have different personalities. Some of them are more honor code. Some of them become less mm. honor code. But they, there's a yeah. vagary, and they're always de- definitely generally more powered up than whatever they're hunting. Yeah, but some of and them we find try. Out later, yeah, a little there's more. There's different levels, and they're like fighting each other. They're stronger. Ones there's like a civil war. Ones. Yeah, yeah. We learn about a society, a but for now, society, all we know yeah. is. <laughs> They uh, come down and, and hunt stuff. But, yeah, but they, yes. And what's, I just, yeah, I would like to say one last time of, because to Mike's point, you're so right. The, the Arnold overshadowing it all. We were two years away from this movie be call, being called Dutch instead of Predator. You know what I mean? Like him yeah. just being yeah. the hero of it. Now, the inverse of that is Jean-Claude, who signed up for this movie, did not read the script, went... Predator, they want me to play the Predator. Monsoir, absolutely. Jean-Claude Van Damme signs on to play this character, gets to the set and goes, 
what do you want to put on my face? What are you talking about? And they're like, mm. the whole alien outfit. And look it up. It's like a beetle. He looks like yeah. a praying mantis that can walk, essentially. Uh. He quit a it's week. Like, I don't do this. <laughs> he was immediately yeah. like, no, we are not doing this. He wants to be he a wants star. To be a he wants star. to be a star. Yes, yeah. of course. But you showed, uh, you sent a link in the in the show notes, Colin. I checked it out of that original design, and yeah, it is, for lack of a better term, completely alien to what we get on yes. screen. You know, like it they has a lot longer face. Yeah, they t- they took the week. The actor. They literally said, if he's going, if this is the complaint, where we can be able to get somebody, let's pump this up let's do some beefed up writing here what can we do they come up with this human design now what do you guys what is your opinion this is our first time seeing it of the actual predator you know not just the armor and everything but the weird of course mandible face underneath the dreadlocks i love it i think it looks great i've always liked the predator designs and in through all the different movies like they yes it's really cool design it's like you had this perfect time period where you get the two best alien races in sci-fi xenomorphs and the outja right like two of the coolest fucking things that have like right. interesting dare you say that culture. to et he's right there his little finger coming at you Mike. he's in yeah. the senate you're right i guess he does make other appearances <laughs> he's in the senate. Yeah, how dare you say that to <laughs> yeah can you imagine no. if as Phantom Menace was yeah. panning up and you saw the other senators, there were three Yetchas on one of those platforms, his arms crossed. I'd be really like, happy. Oh, and then there's that Xenomorph the Queen the with Star the Wars regalia. Combined the Star Wars and the Wayland yutani connected universe. That would be it's, awesome. It's good to know that late stage capitalism affects even fictional universes, you know? Yes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> So, so that's the prototypical um, predator movie. You have you have a one single out warrior or hunter uh, stalking its prey, and uh, generally the heroes have a reveal where they understand that oh, this is not something I'm familiar with, and then slowly have to unravel what are its tactics and how can I then beat it. Uh, that's that's the template generally, um, and for my money, we'll talk about the entries as we go, but. Really, there had there wasn't a good, let's say, Predator sequel until maybe Predators and then Prey, people are saying, is potentially the number two. And we'll talk about that when we get there. Right. But after this, we do get what we talked about. No one remember um, Predator 2. Uh, Danny Glover, L.A. City Cop. Yeah, we get uh, something that essentially kills the franchise. Yeah. And it is weird. Like, this one is... Literally like an L.A. detective story where Danny Glover is the most hard-boiled, give me your badge, I won't give you my badge, I do what I want. You know, it's like, that's his character, the whole movie. But instead of, uh, there's a gang war, so the Predator decides, well, this gang war, they must be the alphas, so I will fight all the gangsters and then the cops because weapons and whatever. Now, Mike, at this time, Dark Horse gets the comic book rights to like Predator, Alien, mm-hmm. RoboCop. OK, oh, yeah. Frank yeah, Miller, maniac Batman writer, you know, and just all around general crazy person. Mm-hmm. Frank Miller um, starts writing for these things and does an alien comic people love and a Predators sequel, essentially. Mm-hmm. And the log line for him was jungle, concrete jungle. We take the predator to the city. Mm. A police detective makes sense. I'll make it Dutch's brother, and that the predator is obsessed, and he's like hunting down. And he's getting revenge for whatever the yutja. Maybe it was his brother too. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the comic. Who fucking knows? Yeah, yeah. Now 
the Thomas brothers have never admitted it, but like they pretty much take that concept from that comic book to make this movie. And it doesn't make any sense why the Predator's into Danny Glover. It starts out he's into this Jamaican gang lord and that he's like kind of obsessed with him. And then he sees Danny Glover. and He's kind of like, actually, I'm super into you, dog. Yeah, it's it's um, what was his name? It was King something, King Eddie or something like that. But yeah, there's, yeah, there's was. rival gangs. I did like the actual initial setup of like these cops and they're about to storm you know, the, the cartel hideout, like, all right, we know the building, they're all trapped in here. They're heavily armed. We're going to storm in with a SWAT team and get it done. And then they go in and everybody's already dead. And like the gang leader is like freaking out who we know is dun, named dun. the scorpion and he loves cocaine and he's so <laughs> scared. Right. And it's like, what could oh, happen? Mike. Right. And then it's like, Oh shit. It's the predator already slaughtered these people. Cause he sees them like loading up on weapons and shit. Like the glass breaks Ninja Turtles 2 style. Like he comes yes. in from the ceiling, but you don't see anything because he's cloaked. It feels like Ninja Just Turtles the aftermath. Too. Yeah, but it was good. that's a cool thing for like a cop to be like, what the fuck is this? The, the rest of the movie maybe doesn't deliver the way you would hope, except for no, Busey. Gary Busey comes in. He plays <laughs> a scientist. We get a big info dump. I've been tracking predators for years. They like heat and conflict. That is what they are attracted to. Mm-hmm. That rule will never be enforced for the rest of the franchise. Well, like no, and it's a hot day in LA. Out. Everybody's sweating and constantly <laughs> yeah, changing it's shirts. It's the hottest day recorded. Jacob, yeah. we're general... saying, yeah, since you haven't seen it, made in 1992, it is a future predicted movie set in a dystopian 1997. Right. I knew wow. it was set in like the near future of when it's set. <laughs> they have like weird looking guns sometimes and stuff like that. They wear weird clothes. I mean, yeah. it's silly. Yeah. I think the main thing, the, the the problem with, you know, no, nothing against Danny Glover, but if you, you're going to say, who would you rather, who do you think would win in a fight? D- Danny Glover in that movie or Arnold Schwarzenegger in the first movie? <laughs> you know, so it's the classic case of them not, you know, w- being able to one up the original because right. you already have these, you know, buffed up dudes. But, you know, Danny Glover, I'm sure he can hold his own, but he's not like ripped like that, you know? Yeah. He does take his shirt off, though, and he's pretty ripped because it's so hot. He's got a t- uh, He's tall. When he gets to the he's office. Like six, 6'5. But. but it seems like they do keep the one rule throughout most of the movies of the Predator, it won't attack you if it doesn't see you as a threat, right? So if you're this- an innocent person or you're just like a child or something it's not going to kill you the second mm-hmm. one sets that up all of michael myers where it bypasses a crib with a baby in it and you're kind of like yeah. oh of course so i <laughs> do enjoy right. that part i like him just chilling in a bathroom like he gets injured at one point the predator and he's like crushing glass and asbestos and like making this thing that he can pour liquid on to cauterize his this wound. concrete and mike he, has, he like, uses a the spray to, which yeah, we will heal. see again and pray right yeah so there's some yeah, interesting not, lore stuff. It's not the greatest movie, though. Yeah. No. I like all the technology the Predator uses in, in the different movies. And not to get too hard of, ahead of ourselves with Prey, but I like that the the Predator in that one is like a, as a less technologically advanced Predator. And he's using like early stages of those different weapons. Like it's it's all a really good callback. It feels yeah, congruent, like, too. Yeah. yeah. So, and again, you know, with this. Like instead we of get, a laser, he has like darts and Prey. But we'll get to it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, 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 exactly. But that guidance system, which has been iconic since the first movie to take it back. So, so right. here we're dealing with, you know, some new some other expansion in the other direction forward where like, oh, we know they have these healing remedies or maybe practice yeah. that. And then. Uh, Weapon-wise, 
I, oh, I was just going to say real quick, weapon-wise, yeah, yeah. in, in the second one in Prey, that the net, the net that you oh, shoot that's that made of metal that retracts, that yeah. that's maybe my favorite Predator weapon. That that's The net that he one. had feels like a downgrade from what we found out it that he used to have. It does, it does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. It's cool. Well, it's so funny to have a net that you're like, oh, it could just capture you, but this net just literally just kills you. It cubes you, dude. It <laughs> yeah. fucking Resident Evil's you. It just yeah, fucking shrinks you. Exactly. Out. Um, oh, Christian Slater in this. You get, he's now killed by an alien, a Terminator, and a Predator, right? He's the only person. Bill Paxton. Bill, Bill Paxton, Paxton, sorry. Bill Paxton. Yeah. I, I, I would, whatever. Game I over, that. man. Take game two. Over. Game over, man. Uh, but at the end of this, we do get Danny Glover on the a Predator ship. Uh, old Grayback gives him a pistol from 1742, which uh, may mm. come back in. Pray. Now, Maybe. Jacob, this is the big setup for the crossover. They truly never thought this was going to go anywhere. The Predator mm. ship decloaks. We yes. come to realize it's been hidden underneath the, the Los Angeles River or something like right. that, right? Mm-hmm. He goes inside it. We see his sort of mausoleum of skulls, a xenomorph the, skull. Yeah. On their trophies, you see the alien right. skull. Yeah. And I mean, you know, if you were a kid in 1992, you know, you oh, just see that and be ever. like, what can you fucking imagine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then th- they made a Dark Horse comic with Alien yes. Predator, right? Yes. Like Which was 15 again years before they made the movie. Just fulfilling fan fever of like, oh, just I would give anything. Alien yep. versus Predator versus Terminator versus... Yes, that's a terrible know. comic book, by the way. <laughs> Skynet oh, has RoboCop. <laughs> oh, jeez. crazy. Oh, jeez. Okay. Sure, why not? The path less traveled. Um, yeah. So that pretty much killed the franchise, right? Uh, so yes. You like Predator 1, Predator in the Jungle, Predator 2, Concrete Jungle. Predator 3 didn't happen, uh, right? But we do eventually get Alien versus Predator. That's next up. Again, yeah, there were so comic books about this, but uh, Predator Ice slash Predator Hidden Temple, Predator in the Hidden Temple, yeah, yeah, because <laughs> they're mostly not in the ice. The Predators, the just the last Predator. scene, really, yeah, yeah, yes, yes, hey, I love okay. that, dude. If I was an executive Basically. doing cocaine in two thousand five, Jacob, <laughs> I would greenlit the, the shit only thing out of that, that would have yeah. gotten that pushed off my. Green light is if somebody walked in and wrote a dollar sign next to the word alien. <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, it would have been a guarantee. That's why, okay, that's why I'm surprised it took so, not to get ahead of ourselves. Predators. predators. <laughs> but the idea of predators, why did it take them so long to figure that out? They should have called James Cameron. Yes, and we'll get the, these two. Put an S on it. Click. A guy has <laughs> yeah. to write him a check because he copyrighted that idea. <laughs> Put an S on it. Yep. So AVP, based on the comic book, the thing. Um, Hold on, real quick. How Jones. is it not called Avatars? <laughs> oh God, yeah. Well, Maybe that'll be, like be the four, third one. Yeah. Be like so what? People, call right? the next one Avatars. Who cares? The That's your the thing. Call. Yeah, I yeah, like yeah. Avatars. That's funny. <laughs> Wasn't there a rumored uh, like another Alien Four? And it was going to be Ridley Scott and James Cameron working together on it. I think I saw this in Mister Sunday oh, Movies, and wow. then. This got greenlit, and they were both like, "Well, fuck it." Were, sure, you know, that, and yeah, that makes they just sense. went their separate and ways. Yeah. So, and oh. fan reception to this, despite the fact that we're going to get a sequel, was kind of not high because even before it came out, everybody was just so turned off by the not being an R-rated film. Do you guys remember right, yeah. the reaction to that? Yeah. How do you make you a Predator? What? Can't do it. it. I can't remember if this is pre or post Freddy versus Jason, but even that, at least that was R-rated. Pre. Yeah. Okay. Mm. So so them to do a PG-13 of 
uh, of, you know, two R-rated franchises is, is silly. But again, um, they get away with a lot of gore because it's alien on alien murder. So yep. green and yellow mm-hmm. blood. Um, Glow in the dark green. Blood. Yeah. Yeah. So you're exactly. still allowed to do gore as long as okay. it's not on humans. Right. So right. it's a bit of a, I think, well, a I straw man argument to a degree because there's a lot of gore it's just predators getting hacked up and aliens getting hacked up instead yeah. of human beings so you still get and plenty a, of that a weird human plot about the search for immortality we found like the first pyramid it turns out that that's something predators the original predators came here to trick mayans into creating to contain aliens as part of a hunting ritual this yes. is all aligning of course them going sure. down blah 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 i watched this movie a lot, guys. This is a film I will put on from time to time. It's got some Again, great 2000s hairstyles, you know? Yeah. Yes. yeah. Directed by Paul W.S. Anderson. You guys yeah. talked about him the last week, The best director. Right? <laughs> uh, he's he's, he's in my life. Favorite. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> he's my second favorite director named Paul Anderson. I'll just say that. <laughs> <Paul> Anderson, <laughs> yeah, yeah. A guy who probably had to put Thomas in on SAG stuff or DGA <laughs> stuff because of Paul W.S. Anderson. <laughs> Sure. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I bet. Well, let's see um, who came first. Yeah, I guess they both I, got big in the 90s, right? I it, think so. I, I don't dislike it. It's fun. It's fun and stupid. And, and it gives us, like Jacob said, Predator with an S. Like, it's the first time we get more than one in a single film. You know? Well, and let me say, it's really not a Predator versus Aliens. It's actually humans and predators versus aliens predators are kind of the good guys aliens really are just because they're kind of a hive mindy dog sort of thing treated in that film like no 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 like you're just garbage like right get rid of this yeah well the yeah predators are like sentient beings and aliens are like animals basically that's the difference between them yeah and so uh, you know if you didn't have a xenomorph kill you were known as an unblooded right and uh, mm. you had to, in Xenomorph Society, get your first kill on a Xenomorph. Amazing. Um, so here's the thing. Uh, in the, the universes, it appears that the Alien vs. Predator, Mr. Sunday Movies brought this up, but it, those are canon in the Predator universe, but they're not canon in the Alien right. universe. That makes sense. Because yeah. of what Prometheus and alien covenant right. later with it but ridley still scott yeah i yeah i just don't think dan o'bannon and ridley scott would like ever allow any of this stuff to like actually have an impact on their world right, right. it's just funny that like two of the like i said the coolest aliens ever then there's comic books of course the same company is going to get the license because you know, whatever right and then they start crossing the them over right and then like, yeah, it just becomes this thing that people want so badly. But it's not really necessary. Like, predators are equally interesting, I think, on their own. And so are xenomorphs and, like, that whole side of the lore. They don't necessarily yeah. have to be tied together. But, and you know, Godzilla versus Kong, Freddy versus Jason, like, fashion. It's cool to see him duke it out. And when yeah. I say see them duke it out, uh, when I talk about the sequel, you can't see anybody doing anything. <laughs> Because no. it's so dark. Uh, so we want to quickly do Requiem. And Requiem. Then, a film you know. I truly believe is called Requiem because they wanted fans to understand this one is rated R. Oh, R. Requiem. Because what does that, what is, I'm sorry, what is the Requiem of these two <laughs> things facing off otherwise in your guys' mind? Know. 
<laughs> and it's not even really extreme. them facing off. It's like a hybrid predator alien yes. facing off against a predator. It, a predalien. It pays off the end of the first movie, surprisingly, where one of them gets um, face-huggered, face and then you see that sort of thing Just attack a, yeah. uh, kind of a Which small town. I didn't town. know that. Aliens change their form based on what they burst out of. Because does that mean all the xenomorphs that come out of humans are like you're human watching. alien? They're Technically. like Yeah. Uh, and then like there's ones that run in their... kind, But it would be a predator alien if it bursts out of a predator. Do you remember in Alien 3 yeah. when the facehugger gets on the dog and it, the one that comes out yeah. is oh, like on all the fours the whole time? Yeah. That's where the yeah. runners come from in Alien's fire team. Yeah. Those are the dogs. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That we should say real quick. Game. You guys yes. are playing. Is there any Predator crossover with yes. this alien game you guys are playing? There was Who's one that? that was evident, um, and it's the shoulder missiles. Oh, yes. The Predator so the shoulder missiles. Do is have the shoulder. Right, and I thing. thought that was it. However, watching Requiem in the sewers, he has shoulder-mounted blue wave blast, which could be the Lancer, either Ooh. Lancer laser or the... Pl- plasma wave and he uses oh. them to knock the xenomorphs off of him so i think the lancer right. ability say the name of this game real quick yeah aliens we should say it. so fire team aliens elite. fire team elite, this is an aliens which Mike episode and I have been playing it kind a of bunch off cam with with uh pod, with friend of the pod adam who's been on many times in the three of us it's a, it's a three-person party ba- squad based shooter it's like left for dead but with an alien skin over it essentially yeah. it's like first person Third person. It's third person. Ah, oh, have I not watched you guys play this yet? This sounds it's amazing. Incredible. So you got a bunch of Wayland Nutani weapons yeah. and stuff from the movie. Do you remember the arcade game, guys, that was Alien vs. Predator Capcom, where you mm. could be two humans, a dude and a chick, with the dude had like a robot arm, and then two different predators. That's cool. I do not. It's like a side Why would you ever pick up? the humans though? <laughs> Why would you Jacob, right. me and my brother, Older fist brothers. bumping before we go into a showing of, you know, a what into Godzilla in 1998. <laughs> Godzilla yes, yeah. would say, thank you, would say the exact same thing. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. Like we had the palettes, the sprites. We just reuse them. They're from Contra. Hello. Um, that's yeah, pretty much. That's not true. But uh, yeah, you know, why would you pick the humans? But um, a little bit of crossover there. So we do see some new alien tech in Requiem, like not a ton. Um, AVP, you do see a lot to bounce between these two and like the introduction you, of this hunt. And yeah, you kind of see this wise sort of, I guess, the king of the predators in both oh, of these films or the back. dad of the predator. That's the same guy who gives well, the Danny Glover the gun, apparently. That's mm. supposed to be that character. He's the elder, really. yeah. Sure. Interesting. Right. Um, and is that gun the gun of Prey? Yes. That's amazing. So we'll talk the, yeah, about that when we get there. That is, um, yeah. of course, I, how did I Predator not put together? Which, That's amazing. How, how but, lucky yeah. or whatever, they pick the same timeline, but we'll get there. Um, we're well, I have a question about that too when mm-hmm. we get there. But yeah, yeah, um, let's save the prey for the prey. But yeah, then we jump back to the predators timeline. Right, we have predators. Yeah, Requiem is bad as dark, and Colin mentioned Michael Myers. It is like, what if the alien slash predator attacked a suburb, but it's not yeah. good and you can't see anything? It's like pitch what's black going on in there? The fighting. It's a lot it's of a that. lot in a sewer. Not worth your time. So then it we get back to Adrian Brody. <laughs> Which I remember when this movie came out, and I didn't think I had seen it, but 
you know, seeing some of the scenes, I'm like, oh, maybe I did see this. Because I remember all, you know, I remember Danny Trejo being it. I remember that most of the characters were like an ethnic stereotype. Another Michael Myers. Yes. Super racist. For the same Ursula Ali plays, I believe, like a preacher. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like like a Somalian preacher, maybe. Mahershala Ali. Um, Walton Goggins. Walton Goggins, uh, I think Alice, Alice Barga, is that her name? But of course, from mm. The Suicide Squad, the which Suicide if you guys Squad, yeah. recall on that episode, I made the case that The Suicide Squad is a Predator number one remake, essentially. It's special mm. forces going to a fake country to kill an alien, but uh, right. I digress. Uh. Um, this film is wacky and weird. I told you guys what my experience was seeing with Joe. Mm. You just also have to understand... When this thing ends, the big person that they were pushing was Robert Rodriguez gets his hands on this franchise. This movie is not directed by Robert Rodriguez. It's mm. produced by him. Right. And again, like Jacob said, this thing was dead for so many years that it was like, this is going to be R-rated. It's going to be cool. It's going to go back to the roots or whatever. Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. But when you watch this thing. It's exec produced by him or something. It's executive produced by him, but Topher Grace is, of course, you know, a big character in this. You yeah. got to understand, listeners, the fallout of Spider-Man Three. You know, the <laughs> oh, fact that we right. grew up with this kid on this sitcom, that, that 70s, 70s show. show. Mm-hmm. So this thing ends, and the first thing that comes up is directed by Nimrod Antel. Now. That is a person's name. That's great. I understand that Nimrod is a biblical name, but that is what mm. that means. It's also yes. a saying of what you call a moron. <laughs> and when it comes up and this thing says directed by Nimrod, I mean, I can't explain to you how hard Joe and I laughed. I mean, it's <laughs> one of the most visceral movie going experiences I have in my life. Right. Yeah. I will say yeah. this movie, it may not be a great movie. It has some good fight scenes and some good kills in it right it's got some good character stuff too yeah but go ahead yeah and it's essentially a remake of the first like the premise of the first movie right a bunch of tough guys but they're all from like different cultures so you have the samurai guy you have somehow they were like warped there yeah they're like on a different planet yakuza guy they're all bad guys (laughs) is the twist but right they're all like like a murderer they're they're dropped in by the aliens yeah right so it's like it's like convicts fighting like they gather all these convicts and they drop them in. But the big twist at the end, which is like the dumbest twist of all time with Topher Grace's character, right? Is that he's like secretly like this crazy murderer guy, but he doesn't reveal that until the end when he I love that the lady. But like, why did he do that? <laughs> I love this. Plot. Oh, you love it? Yes. I love it. You have I to understand it. at the time, Mike, the fallout, like I said, from just who he was. I now watching it, I'm like, sure, this is great. Because I didn't see it but, coming. You know, he starts yeah. out like, hey, don't touch that plant. It's a very specific poison. It'll do this to you. It's like, oh, he must be like a scientist. Oh, yeah. If this was a social experiment, there would be a pointer observer. Like, he seems like he's some type of intellectual. Mm-hmm. So the reveal that he's like a killer and he's like, I kind of like these predators. I'm like you. Like, I don't know. It's I cheesy, but I like it. Yeah. I don't mind the reveal of him. Like, the reveal of him being a killer, that's good. But. Why would he want to stay on the predator planet? Like just because he's like, kill oh, they're them. monsters. I'm monsters too. But they're trying to kill him, and he's definitely. Yeah, you ever hear of Vecna? Win- <laughs> so, <Yeah>. Yes, <laughs> staying on an alien planet, Jacob, is the scariest thing in my mind. I, oh yeah, everyone. Just the whole Larry Fishburne, who stars in this in a role that mm, was supposed to Larry be Fishburne. Arnold's Dutch. It was offered oh. to him. Come back. That would have been like great. It picked you up. Wow. I, Jacob. 
Now, can you imagine this man with his broken Austrian accent trying to do a talking to himself crazy character? <laughs> he, this is yeah. something Arnold could not pull off, unfortunately. Mm, right. No. But Lawrence it's, Fishburne, we love him. He's yeah, horrifying in this role. It's always stuck with me. His, his performance in this seasons. is very scary. 27 seasons, Mike. That's too much. I've just seen and this he, for the first time, and I'm recalling so much. Um, here's, the other, here's my... Yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say, Adrian Brody's our big lead, and I feel yeah. like he's so, like, off-type, but by the That's end, it grew on say. me how gruff he was. <laughs> yeah. I was going to sell Adrian Brody as an action star. I don't know. He but takes he his shirt off. kind of hard. ripped in this movie. Yeah, he's, like, somewhat <laughs> muscular, but he's still Adrian Brody. It's like if yeah. I got ripped, you'd be like, yeah, you're like doing good. But like, you still wouldn't think I'm the toughest guy you've ever met. On I buy him in, I buy him in King Kong is like a writer yeah. who happens to need to be heroic. But as yes. he, I'm the toughest exactly. guy. It's and he's supposed little. to be like a murderer guy that's in, in prison. And he's no he gives no shits like your dead weight will leave you like he's the most ruthless person he has no problem putting the team in danger if it helps him survive and he's just so gruff it's like a it's like a christian bale batman voice at all times you know yes now i mean there's some definitely good things about this movie i think yeah well i I, I don't know if if you guys remember this from the marketing uh this might be something that just went the way until two days ago (laughs) amazing probably didn't so, um, obviously, the other Predator films, I'm sorry, the AVP films have introduced multiple Predators. But in main canon, this is the first film to have several hunting at once, correct? Mm-hmm. Now, the big scene where Adrian Brody's saying, like, come on, come on. And you see the little triangle red lasers, two of them go on his face, right? And the finished cut of the movie. In the trailer, mm-hmm. 13 went all over him. And people were like, whoa, this movie's going to be loaded. So much so, Robert Rodriguez had to put out a statement when the real movie came out that was like, I don't know, that was like all marketing. We didn't, I, I didn't submit that. Like somebody just, did, I, I understand the that's where the, the yeah, promise. The trailer is edited by a trailer house or something. They're like, add more lights in there. It'll make, people make it a bunch of them. Badass. Yeah. But then you're just, you're overselling what the final product was. So then right. going into that too, this was a bomb. We should say it was oh, wow. it was not received well. It again killed the franchise, unfortunately. Um, but I, I with glasses on now, Mike, I I'm inclined to put it closer to the top. What I what I like about it is um, it, while a similar premise of like these tough people fighting the predators were taken to their home turf. So now we're totally, I mean, we're at a disadvantage always with predators, but we get to learn more about their culture. We see that they have hunting dogs and there's like... It's a game preserve and they're the game. Yeah, you know, the The most most dangerous dangerous game. game. (laughs) But it's you learn more about the Yaucha culture. Like they have one of their own strung up as bait or something or it, because he's in trouble. Like they have a a trap set where they have their own guy tied up. Well, they have the original, basically the original jungle uh, predator... Uh, captured in his like lair and then they team up adrian brody teams up with that predator right and that's right basically they explain like there's these more power like the more powerful predators even hunt the weaker ones and there's like a caste society basically in their society yeah and which is sort of klingon so you get an expansion of that lore and i like how in every movie we're you know more or less not we're gonna skip alien versus predator with these main predator movies 
there's a different method to defeat them you know so in the first one we're going to use mud and then this trap you can't see my body heat the second one we're going to use ice and shit cold guns and then the third one if i can't hide my body heat i'll just have all fire and i thought that was so fucking cool like if it's so hot all around me then i can just run up and hit them and i really liked the cleverness of that and i think that's one of the most fun parts it's how do you get around the, the body heat vision? And they haven't repeated thus far. And I think mm. that's really cool. One thing that's interesting about the Predators, it would be hard to only see things through heat vision. It's like When they have right? the mask off, it hey, shows that, that they have off. heat vision only. Yeah, like that's, that's their the default. only way they can see. Yeah, It's now, not a function are... of the mask. Yeah, I always thought it was. It's not. <laughs> in the original sketches I sent y'all... Um, you know, mm-hmm. outside of the fact of the cockroachy one, it shows yeah. kind of the development of, oh, here's where we really landed. And the mask is for breathing purposes. It obviously has some sort of tank equipped to it, too. I mm. like just the hunting aspect. I need to get that thing off because I have to see the mandible thing underneath. Yeah, yeah the mandibles are cool. But it must totally. be hard to see an infrared. You're right, Jacob. Yeah. And um, obviously it seems like a disadvantage probably- at times. Mm. <laughs> maybe that's find well, one weakness cool. yeah. you said it, it is their one at, weakness yeah look at fucking jordy you know every time he's fixing stuff and it cuts to his vision i'm like this is horrific he can yeah. use filters though because they actually use his <laughs> yes. um visor to augment like the the um deflector disc right disc, so. and anyway he gets cybernetic eyes in the movie do you right, think right. yet Jez would be invited to join starfleet <laughs> oh dude no i don't think so if I mean, one came out like with a red shirt on negotiations <laughs> and he just like had his hands behind he was like burr, 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 and he was like giving orders you wouldn't be like oh okay <laughs> yeah no maybe maybe there are you know because we we see like predator planet right in one of these um is it the predator that's like why no in this one predators that's right yeah so Someone is in those buildings doing something that's not hunting, right? I guess they have a society. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't. Maybe they. I could, have two things. Yeah, have two delegates. questions about the predators. Hmm. Um, one, do you think? Uh, do you like when the movies make callbacks to certain dialogue from like the first movie, like when he says, "Like mm. you're one ugly motherfucker." Like how many or people say that? I'm right here. Do it. Yeah. Adrian Brody does that line in Predators. Yeah. Like, do you like those, or or what, how no. do you guys think about them? No, it's. It is incredible that Arnold Schwarzenegger in Kindergarten Cop says things like, I'll be back. Like it is you you, listeners. You have to understand that as a kid that did make sense. But now if I was a writer and I was like, who did you hire to be in my movie? No, he can't just say his catchphrases from his other movies. No, I don't like it when they reference them from other ones, too. It's very strange. We'll yeah, it's like how trailer. many people, the first time they see a predator, are, are going to say the exact you line? You one ugly motherfucker. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I don't, I'm not a fan of that. And unfortunately, it rears its ugly motherfucker head again. Uh, yeah. But you know, I think- the second one, he says motherfucker back. He goes, motherfucker. No, he talks it's very right. scary. Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's one aspect. Before, they, the way though. they use voice modulation. He, yeah. Like in the first do, 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 do. one. He He's learns got like a how talk to laugh. Boy. Right, right. He <laughs> learns to laugh from Dutch and them telling <laughs> jokes. <laughs> and then right. he plays it back. Like, hey, fuck you, buddy. <laughs> and then in Predators, they it's, it's great. he uses Danny Trejo as like a trap, right? And he has Danny yes. Trejo's voice. And he tries hey, to yeah. come here. The trap. Yeah. So so I think You're that's like, clever what? and like, yeah, that that's that's cool. Um the thing. But let's let's I guess talk about the the Predator, which fuck yes. 
Shane Black, I know there was re-edits and reshoots to this thing. Yes. If it was your idea to call it The Predator, fuck, dude, I hate that. I hate that shit. I hate that shit. Mike, you bring that up. I was curious if you did recall. The reason nobody saw this in theaters was it was so public, the issues they were having making this movie and making an ending for this movie, which famously Shane Black said, I believe at Comic-Con, like, we're going to get there. I'm trying to figure it out. Mm. Right. Well, Shane Black, who starred in the first Predator movie as one of the, the ensemble, right? He's the joke. Yeah, he's making guy. a lot of the sexual yeah, and jokes. Jake, <laughs> let, let me stop you there real quick and say other films where people have starred in them should not be allowed to direct the remakes <laughs> of Unless those Star films. Trek. Yeah. I, I <laughs> maybe even disagree there. Right. Shane Black should not make a Predator movie because inherently Predator movies are not like Shane Black movies. Mike said at the start what the format of a Predator movie is. They're often very solitary by the end. They include a face-off, minimal dialogue, very action Battle of wits Shane almost. Black movies right. are rapid-fire two-handers that right. are about Quips. uncovering a larger mystery. The there nice is guys. no Great complex plot to a Predator movie. The complex right. plot of a Predator movie, the first one, had a complex plot, which is, what is this thing killing us? From that point on, if you read the VHS box or saw the poster or the trailer or saw the first movie, there is no yeah. mystery. So there shouldn't be a mystery well, to these like, franchises. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they try to expand the lore a lot in this one, and it gets very convoluted. Like, it's like it's like Halloween. You don't need to overthink Michael Myers. He shows up, he mm. kills people. That's what the Predator He wants do, right? to look out a window. <laughs> we yeah. know yeah. this, Jake. He likes. But The Predator... <laughs> Shane Black, obviously, uh, like you said, it went through a lot of rewrites and reshoots and uh, also some controversies, too, where he Shane Black tried to get his friend on. Uh, right. Have you, did you hear about that? Who was like an no. actual predator? Oh, no. <laughs> uh, and, you know, Olivia Munn, like basically called it out after the production of that movie and everything. But mm. uh, meaning they had that, to cut out a scene that had important plot points for her character leaving you with a cut where you're, you're not positive how she ends up at this other location and continues on the story. Yeah. Right. That's the slapdash like, attitude of that film. Time yeah. that was supposed to take a week. And I haven't seen this one, but it's like cut down to everything happens in the same night. Like, like it's I really so. yeah, been yeah. fucked up well, from what I understand. I can describe the basic plot. Please, so the yeah. other part Impossible. of this movie, <laughs> the other part of this movie that's important is that uh, it's depiction of autism. So, so there's the character. So Boyd Holbrook is like the main character, right? He's like mm-hmm. this army guy, whatever. Uh, basically, you find out that the predators are trying to find like the alphas of different species and uh, take their whatever makes them biologically or technologically distinct, like Borg. They're trying to assimilate it into yeah. themselves. So they're taking okay. certain strengths of other species and assimilating into their own to make like hybrids. And so they they find the they figure okay. out that the alpha of the earth of humans who you think for the whole movie is going to be McKenna, who's Boyd, Boyd Holbrook, uh, in the end, McKenna. it's actually his son who has uh, autism, but it's like Rain Man autism, like movie autism, where he's like super smart, mm. uh, but like also, mm. also like socially awkward or whatever. But basically the, the movie is, the theme of the movie basically is that autism is the next step in human evolution. And, uh, it's basically treated like a superpower in this movie. Yep. Interesting. So it's very interesting. But well, on the spectrum of yeah. mental health, it's also important to point out Thomas Jane is a character who has a, 
asks Tourette's. No, Tourette's, thank Tourette's. you. And yes. just constantly says like, hey, Olivia Munn, I want to see your pussy. Like, oh, just like man. say lines so like that, whole, Mike. And Shane yeah, Black, the all, the, of, all the dialogue he fucking wrote for himself in the first Predator is like that. And it's yes. like every, really cringy. So, so there's a group of like troubled veterans who all have like their own a suicide or squad, if you will. Yeah, they're Pretty called much. the loonies. They they drive around on a oh, bus. Oh, I forgot the about that. Bus. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, oh, stop, these are things that they say stop. in the movie. And, uh, uh, and they they put this behind a paywall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah not on, on HBO Max. And that's not for public consumption. Here's here's the thing. When you're getting into that many details describing what I don't like about the human characters, and Jacob hasn't even brought up Sterling K. Brown's like human organization that knows yeah, about the predators guy. and is like capturing predators. <coughs> I know there's like, a super predator. But it, Mike, my point is the logline for these things should never go past how complex it is for the humans. It no. should always be this thing goes up against the predator. <laughs> it's it's right. way too complicated. But, but they figure out basically everyone kind of knows what predators are now, like in this universe, or at least the scientists do. So they all they make fun of the title change, and she says, "Wouldn't that be a hunter?" And he says, "Predator sounds cooler, man." Yeah, <laughs> like it is just in your face, dude. It's not. Uh, it's not good. The dialogue is really bad. But basically, in the beginning, they've captured a predator. Uh, they're doing experiments on it, or whatever. It escapes, kills a bunch of people. Then we find out there's there's also these predator dogs in it. They're doing things. There's a there's an alpha predator that comes down and he's hunting the other predator. It's uh, super shredder. Also, yes. So that's <laughs> right, the, right, okay. that's the one where Kevin they're Nash. trying to make hybrids. It's very like the, the plot is just insane. Like it's such an incoherent mess. There's way too many human characters. Like I said, the whole loonies. You got Alfie Allen. You got Keegan Michael Key. Alfie Thomas Allen. Jane. <laughs> and yeah. you know, I I set up before. Um, the bomb to me really is the thing that you have to – it's the element of the writing of the first one where I go, wow, in every sequel, how are they going to deal with that? I don't remember in this one how they deal with the heat vision or the bomb, Jacob. I, I cannot remember if that's even plot points in this film or how they kill the super predator at the end. Yeah. Well, they blow up his ship as he's like trying to leave basically because he ki- he's trying to kidnap – uh, McKenna's son, the mm-hmm. autistic kid, because he's like a savant and he's the next step of human evolution. So, so they're gonna, it, he's going to take assimilate. him on a ship, fly him back to Predator Land. And the other reason why they're coming to Earth more now is that humans, they basically see humans as an endangered species now because our planet's climate is going to shit. So they're like, Global oh, yeah, we're trying to hunt these humans message. as much as possible. While they're there. <laughs> yeah. Dun, dun, dun. So there's some um, like cares about the environment. Don't you question his writing? Yes. Now, yeah. Mike, there's a post-cred scene in this film because, of course, this is a post-Marvel film, which means they right. also really <laughs> tried to Marvel it up. Um, yeah. What we saw was one of five shot post-cred scenes. Oh, now, <laughs> the other ones are insane. Have you guys, do you know Whoa, anything about this? Guy? I remember this the is... one that's in the movie where he gets like the predator <laughs> killer suit. The one that's in the movie, Mike, is the good guy predator sends down a Iron Man suit that looks like an all black metal version of a predator with Keep a huge cannon. Iron Man 2. Shane Black, right? <laughs> yes, right. director yeah. of Iron Man three, writer of Iron Man three, and it's the Predator killer armor, and it ends with Boyd Holbrook saying, "That's my suit. I hope it comes in, you know, six long. That's my suit. Put it on. I'm gonna kill a Predator." <laughs> oh you're like, What man. the fuck is this? Yeah. Now, the other ones that were shot included three that are kind of the same, which are 
someone from the Alien franchise is sent down by the Predators. And you go, mm. Colin, what does that mean? Those <laughs> films take place in 2,206 mm-hmm. or right. some shit like that. Yes, but a time pod is sent down. Ellen Ripley is revealed. You don't see her face, but the breathing mask on her face looks like a face hugger. Wow, what an wow. homage. Second one, it opens. It's <laughs> somebody named Corny Weaver for that. <laughs> if only. Yeah, it's yeah. a tall blonde woman, but her name is Newt. <gasps> and uh, she's got the oh same God. thing. Didn't Newt hmm. die in Alien Jacob, 3. It's again time <laughs> to come back. Right. <laughs> and then the third one is both of them. Now, wow. Do I want the Iron Man suit? No, I don't want a Predator post-grid scene. So <laughs> I don't need any of those no. scenes. Yeah. No. I will say, yeah, you got that one's bad. Again, you have Sterling K. Brown as the bad guy. You also get Jake Busey playing the son of Gary Busey's character, which is probably the best thing about this movie. Right? <laughs> yeah. Nice. <laughs> yes. I, He's yes, the best I thing say- about Predator 2. And Busey, they yeah. walk by a wall, Mike, and you see the glaive from Predator 2, you know, the, the spear from the first from the one, and they go, it's all happened. Yes. <laughs> okay. And again, okay. one of the post credit scenes was supposed to be a helicopter comes down, Arnold comes out, he goes, come with me or something like that. Get to the chopper. Oh, you guys have to understand, <laughs> with how desperate this man has been and will come back, the fact that he has done an appearance in every uh, Terminator film, um, it really is astounding he never came back as Dutch. That is weird. Again, one of the, the first movies, the one Arnold movie that isn't overshadowed by Arnold. And even to this day, he hasn't set foot back. In. Yeah, it's almost like that fact offends him, Mike, <laughs> that it can sort of thrive without him. Yes, <laughs> Colin, I've yes. Got a great, uh, I got a great post scene for you. It's going to be Ripley. It's going to be Dutch. They're going to clasp hands, do a little arm <laughs> wrestling. Oh, What's now, the problem, Waylon? You're trying to get pushing too many pencils. <laughs> Jacob, what if the end of Prey after, you know, we've got to move or whatever, cuts to black, that beautiful animated ending. What if it had been hunters looking out for something and they find a fucking alien egg or something? Yeah. <laughs> Who knows? I mean, <laughs> well, here's what I say. Look, that's the yeah, last predator we're going to see in theaters. Yes. Unfortunately. Good job, Unfortunately. Jane Black. Um, yeah. We, we, Again, we had Jurassic World. Let's um, make it bigger. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You say we should watch it? No, I said I saw that movie on a plane, and that's how I would recommend watching it. Like Captive, with no other choice. And again, yeah. killed the franchise. So we're on the third film that killed the franchise. Let's take a break now. We're going to jump over to one that maybe will save it. We'll see. We'll Talk see. and Pray, coming up next on Normies Like Us. We're back and we're praying you're still listening because that's right. We're talking pray here on Normies Like Us, a film that continues the Predator franchise, a Fox franchise, which, of course, uh, 20th Century Fox, 20th Century Studios has now been purchased up a Disney release. Mm -hmm. A lot of people were like, where is this going to go? What's going to end up with this thing? We, of course, ended up with a Hulu original by Dan Trachtenberg. That, for most accounts, was made a couple years ago, but is now finally seeing the light of day. 
Yeah, I yeah. say praise be, you know, if you're asking me. <laughs> Once I realized it wasn't a video game movie, um, <laughs> yeah, it was what a Predator movie. You, Mike. Yeah, I was delighted. That's and amazing. Then they went on a whole Predator bender. Yeah, and Mike, that just tells me that, uh, well, because I posted the trailer, I think, in our Normies chat before. So that just tells me you weren't uh, watching my videos. But that's Sorry, okay. man. <laughs> I listened to most but, of what no, you I say. <laughs> I yeah. will say it goes to the streaming advertising, which is a question mm. I always have where when I say to my dad, Sandman's out, and he goes, no, it's not. And I go, no, I'm watching it. It is out. And he goes, right. well, how am I supposed to know that? You know, that's the I don't see a now. thing. And, you know, there's no trailers or release there are and i feel fortunate to have someone like jacob who's kind of savvy in sharing stuff or just even doing this podcast where i'm like up to date on pop culture stuff enough to be like oh this thing is coming up i should probably rewatch this rewatch that get excited for prey right well it is weird my god that this was a hulu exclusive release i don't know why you know what led to that decision but I feel a lot of people maybe think that that it should have came out in theaters. And I don't know if it was just because of the pandemic or if it was just because that's the way things are going now, especially with like the HBO Max news that we've been hearing and stuff where they're just like, you know, streaming it, like movies coming out streaming. I'm not a huge, I mean, it's nice for the convenience, but sometimes like this is a movie that would have been awesome to see on the big screen. I I would have liked to see this in the big screen too. And you think a predator sequel would have made money. Um, Especially if they market it like quick, a theatrical movie. <laughs> right. But you guys know what the answer is. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is it's a 90-minute film starring a woman. There are algorithms now. Based on an R-rated franchise from the 80s that was dead in 2018. It, thank you. But where the algorithm's reading and it goes, beep, boop, beep, boop, based on a this, it's a woman, that's 90 minutes. No, 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 no one will watch. Put to this instead. And I it love 90-minute oh, movies, though. We'll put to who? I know. But we... Are in a minority now. Where we are these idiots race to go? Endgame's going to be the first three-hour superhero movie. Don't we deserve that? I'm yeah. like, what are you talking? Well, Thor: Love and Thunder is considered one of the shortest Marvel movies at two hours and twelve minutes, and you're like, yeah, it's insane. <laughs> make it well, shorter. Like, Quantum Mania, hour ninety. Yeah. Yes, a talented director can make a good like every John Carpenter movie is like an hour and a half exactly. Like. Mm. You can, like some long movies do need to be longer and i understand that but not every movie needs to be two and a half yeah hours. and as we saw with kenobi sometimes taking what should be a movie and making a tv show you're just padding there's yes. so many totally. wasted frames that is an scenes stretch. and shit it's just so bloated and um, pray it's tight it gets in it's it gets lean out. yeah it, it's like it a white-tailed deer out on the second. plains you know oh my mean it's tight it's lithe and it's it's exactly. great not quiet i'm gonna feed you some of the orange flower if you want <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah sorry so pray right we're we're kind of 300 years in the past bef- 300 years ish before um arnold schwarzenegger would face off against the predator in the original movie so it's a prequel of sorts again building on the lore Set in the Great Plains, Um, it follows Comanche warriors. It does follow native culture. There's kind of been a boom of native programming. There's Rutherford Falls on Peacock. Jacob's been watching Reservation Dogs. I've just watched Reservation Dogs, also on Hulu. So I don't know what the connection is there, except Hulu's just... Well, that's a Taika Waititi joint, too. Mm, Yeah, that's Uh, right. Produced or whatever. So Taika Waititi's out there doing some good stuff and some mediocre stuff. But this, Prey, yeah, there's been a rise in this. And it got me thinking about um, 
the Northmen weirdly because as soon as I'm watching it, I'm like, this mm. is fucking awesome. The American yeah. Wild has never looked better on camera except for the Revenant. Like it just looks gorgeous. Like as soon as totally. the first totally. frames show up, I'm pretty shocked. I yeah. now Jacob's going to say this thing about CGI animals because there's oh, some yeah, kind of yeah. complaints about how the animals look in this film. Mike, I, I think yeah. this bear scene is better than the Revenant. Well, it's more badass. I mean, in two degree, but the CG is a little iffy. But I would want to bring it back to the Northman thing. Is as I'm watching this, I'm just thinking now. I want to see behind the scenes of like what anthropologists oh, yeah. have you talked to? What tribe members have you like? What tell me why it's accurate so that I can learn because I'm stupid, right? Yeah, I want to learn everything know. about it. Like, is that breed a dog? It probably isn't, but I want to know everything. <laughs> probably now. So not. Curious. <laughs> Right, I'm right. Sure, there's some it's, it's cool. uh, you know, historical inaccuracies, but I think they do a pretty good job of. If you if you're not an expert, you probably wouldn't notice any. I would want them to tell me what is the yeah. accurate. Like I mean, I'm yeah, curious to cool. see those behind the scenes featurettes. Anyway, like totally, I think they did yeah. a great job setting up this world, right, and this culture. Absolutely. Even if there's a little but, bit absolutely. of Hollywood in it, it's it's cool. And yeah, well, we're very privileged to actually get this to be authentic. You're hiring Amber Midthunder, an actual native actress. Um, mm-hmm. Right. It's Dakota like, Beavers. He does a great that, job as the, the brother, Tabe. Yeah. Would not have happened 20 years ago, let alone maybe even 10 years ago, Mike. Oh, no. The fact that they made this at all and weren't like, well, we need like a white man character in there to like really spruce things up. He, like, it's amazing <laughs> that they, the studio didn't. <laughs> she should get a blonde, a, a John Smith Pocahontas type. She should yeah. get a blonde, handsome boyfriend He'll who save saves her. her from the predator. Right. 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 A good <laughs> white person to come in. Yeah. No, but I think it's a great setting for this because it's about the ultimate hunters and like kind of, you know, hunter gatherers and people who Absolutely. know how to track and, and survive off the land. It's like a, it's a perfect kind of foil for, for a predator. Um, right. and I it's think cowboy and aliens, cool. we should say. Yeah. But now, right. Daniel Craig, cowboy, the cowboy, the American figure of the cowboy is fake masculinity, right? right. It is people who transplanted to this country, came here, we're free. Everything's free. I'm going to act like this now. And if you do anything, I'll shoot you and I'll do this. And it's kind of like guys who are like kind of like pretending not to be like gay dudes, basically. Right. Like it's like, yeah, that's what the power of the dog is all about. Exactly. The (laughs) ultimate literally striving towards masculinity. The flip side of that is native culture celebrated being a warrior, a hunter in such a different way that was such a part of the earth. When we see Naru, the lead character, so upset about the bison slaughter, the this is this is that was really happening too. It, yeah, yes, because of the fur. They relied like, heavily on the bison, and it's a whole the thing. The European colonists like, they didn't give a fuck about it's animal this, conservation, anything like that. This so, is so. such a unique story to tell, and obviously, other countries have their native cultures as well. But in a way of to have a character. Essentially, because I have seen this complaint. I just want to say this real quick. Okay. That they all seem very casual about the predator, the actual native culture. I want to say they have seen invaders from another world come to their land and tear it Mm, apart. What are you talking about? That's what makes this such a wild story. Yeah, yeah, that you're right. Like, there's already people, you know, from across an ocean who've come and come with guns. They don't know what guns are. New technologies, right? And I also like Thunderbird. Yeah, but I also like that there's like a, a they don't call it like you know but like a like some type of spirit like a windigo or no, some right, creature right. like she's finding yes. some analog within her culture of what Mike, this thing that is. That there so. is never a moment where she says I think it's the the great spirit has turned on us because and he has sent a warrior. 
No, no, no. This, these are people who understand they are targets of a very dangerous culture. They understand right. the well, food chain and yeah. yeah, all that too. And their whole coming of age passage thing is hunting something that thinks it's hunting you. And that's what the fucking predator movies oh are all about. God, right? yeah. It's perfect. This yeah, movie yeah. so good, guys. I really liked it. And yeah. just as of today, Jesse the body weighed in and said, welcome to the yeah. family, guys. He, he's like, this movie rules. Oh, he says, yes, Amber Made Thunder, Naru definitely <laughs> doesn't have time to bleed. Welcome yeah. to the family. Yeah, yes. Great. That's one of his best lines. I bleed when I'm dead. Um, or whatever. <laughs> I yeah, got time to bleed. Can, yeah. Just mention uh, Dan Trachtenberg, the director. I don't know how mm-hmm. much you guys know about him, his history and all that. He's made one feature film before this, 10 Cloverfield Lane, which... I know Colin and I both like, I don't know if you've seen it, Mike. No, but I know uh, it's definitely 100% in the Cloverfield universe and always was during at every is, point of, of its production. Mike, how dare you? Dare question you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yes, yeah, uh, I've heard good things about it, John really, Goodman. Yeah, he's a really good, talented uh, genre filmmaker. So this is kind of like a, you know, psychological thriller of uh, this woman kind of being trapped by this this guy, John Goodman, and he tells him there's monsters outside and all that. John Badman. Really Originally called The Cellar, had nothing to do with 10 Cloverfield <laughs> right. Lane. Or, you know, right, right, right. Um, it's a character but, study. Yeah, so he made that movie. He's also directing an episode of Black Mirror, The Playtest with uh, uh, Wyatt, Wyatt, uh, Wyatt Russell. Yeah, yes, nice, he nice. That, and he also directed the pilot for The Boys. And that's, hey. I mean, he's in our universe for sure. Then. So everything yeah. he's made, I like. Also, before he became a director, he was actually, guess what? He was doing what we're doing now. He was a podcast host. Oh, man. Uh, Who's next? He, yeah, exactly. He was doing like a video podcast called The Totally Rad Show back in the 2000s, a mm. uh, long time ago. Yeah. Uh, but I used to watch it in like 2007, 2008 era. I was watching it. No kidding. Two co-hosts. They would just talk about pop culture and stuff like we're doing now. Uh, and he went on to become a director and make some really good movies. So he made a fan film short film of Portal. You know, mm. it's like a, it's maybe yeah. the only thing of Portal that has been made. People went crazy for it. He got uh, signed on to be sort of a bad robot in-house guy where he was mm. just kind of, you know, contributing to writing and stuff. And of course, that's what ends up getting him Cloverfield. Dang. Interesting. Well, I guess I should tell you guys that I'm... Been tapped to direct Prey too. <laughs> I knew uh, it after I talking about pop culture all the time. Um, no, I think Dan Trachtenberg does a great job. I think the directing is strong. There's not a lot of dialogue in this film. It's it's fairly no. told by action. Very sparse. I yeah, know very there's sparse. A, there was a um, you know a movement or this kind of talk about you know to watch the movie. You can watch the whole thing in Comanche if you like. Comanche dub, which yeah, I think that's actors cool. Doing their own, yeah. I just Dubs. wish they would have had the balls to film it all in Comanche yeah. and say, if they're yes. going to put it on streaming, because the fact that it was dubbed kept taking me out of it. The lips not matching. Sure. Yes. I think Mike, there's something lost there. Did you do the whole thing? I did 30 minutes, restarted it because I found it so insufferable. Also because huh. the emotion is devoid. You just get yeah. these like, where there's a character where like the brother would be like, come, we have to go this way. And you know, he's like whispering at the end of the line. And this is just like, come, we have to go this way. Yeah, I feel like, oh, it's, it's the sucks. same thing with any dub, even, you know, like a dubbed, you know, Japanese film or Korean TV show on Netflix or something. You right. lose the emotion in the performance when it's not totally. in the native tongue. So whether they're speaking yeah. Comanche or English, I want to watch the version that was recorded on set that way, which yeah. whatever choice was made. Yeah, right. I think, yeah, but it's a cool option they, to offer. 
yeah, it's cool that they did that and have the whole cast came back and dub over their lines in Comanche. I didn't watch it that way, but uh, I know that they, when they were like making it, they were trying to decide how they were going to do it. And uh, they thought about doing it the red, you know, the hunt for red October way, which if, which uh, by the way, directed by John McTiernan, right? Yeah. So what they do now, is they start talking in Russian. And then after a couple of lines, it becomes English for the rest of the movie. So it's just kind of a shorthand but, saying, just pretend they're speaking Russian. But then we have do people you, speaking French and that yes. is my issue. Yeah. If all the other cast members sounded like Sean Connery, Jacob, if Sam Neill was like, <laughs> I guess I also have to put on a Scottish accent as a right. Russian guy. I'm fine with that. Do you guys like when people can just sort of do the I'm from everywhere? It's it's Brian Singer's Valkyrie. I'm Tom Cruise, a German. And you're like, well, <laughs> I like it sometimes like with Red with the hunt for Red October. I think that's the perfect way to do it, to just say you get what we're doing here. Like and Prey kind of does that where they sprinkle in Comanche with the English. But I can kind of just say like, OK, whenever they're speaking English, I'm just going to pretend they're speaking in their native language. And in the dub, when they have the few lines of like come here or stuff where they do just the singular Comanche, it is just them saying, you know, that you actually do get the subtitles. They're like, come here. You know, you just get yeah. it fully spelled out for you. Right. Yeah, so it's 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 weird. Like, I just wish they would have filmed it all like that. I know regular audiences wouldn't have been down to watch a movie that's subtitled or watch the English dub, yeah, but I I'm think sure it would have been a uh, really interesting film. But we still have a really interesting film regardless. That's just my one little nitpick. No, totally. I'm that. sure that was a, a financial decision. And again, they're they're taking a risk just by making this movie that's completely, you know, cast with with native actors and a and a female lead with no like again, no white man in there they're already taking such a big risk financially that they're like, Oh, now you want to dub it all. You want to do the whole thing in command. We're not releasing Mm -hmm. it in theaters either. So you're not planning on making money from this. You want to make money from Hulu. So I don't know, but I get what you're saying. Um, But that being said, I think that would have been great. And I think this movie should have been released in theaters. The movie's still great regardless. It's it's just, I liked it so much. I was so excited to hear that that was an option. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Mike, you wanted to talk a little bit about the hunting style or let's say the praise, quote unquote, hunting style. There's so many traps and that finale of how she conquers this thing, I think, is genius. Well, I think it's a great coming of age story. You know, the first scenes I love. I love Naru is our main character, Tabe, her brother. She's great. The dog's good, too. Sorry. But um, Naru and Tabe are hunting a hawk. And then she's getting ready to shoot it and he shoots it early. She's like, he's like, I got my bowstring wet, you know, when I was on my big hunt and then, you know, whatever. And she, she's not paying attention. Then he comes home there. You should have listened to my story. Later on, she gets her bowstring wet. The bear shows up. She doesn't know what to do because she wasn't paying yeah. attention. So there's so and much set up and payoff. Um, totally. And her That's journey of getting stuck in the mud, et cetera. So yeah, yeah. Jacob, go ahead. The setup and payoff, I think is really strong here. Definitely. And that's one thing I really like about it is like everything that she does in the end is is set up in the movie in some way, like everything she's learning about the predator over time, uh, taking her different knowledge of like hunting and stuff into it. And it all pays off in the end. So like everything she's doing is informed by the movie. I think that's really everything that she succeeds in against the predator in doing is stuff that she failed in doing against something else earlier. It's fucking brilliant. Yeah. Or, you know, she has this internalized struggle of clearly her father was a great hunter. Clearly her mother is the medicine woman of this tribe. Mm -hmm. How is she going to be pulled? She, for some reason that we don't get to see, has chosen she needs to prove to herself that she can be a hunter. 
I do. Yeah. I want to do it because you think I can't do it. She right. says, right. And it's set up that she's good at a lot of other stuff too, but she wants to be good at hunting. She has the knowledge of yeah. the medicine woman. Obviously that would she be the easiest pass for her, medicine. but yeah. mm-hmm. she chooses the hard way. But like you said, Jacob, not only is she overcoming stuff or like Mike saying, you know, she's learning everything here. We get the use of the orange flower, which we get built up throughout the entire mm-hmm. thing of it cools right. your blood. It cools your blood. Set she up. knows to take that at the end. So this thing can't see her. We get the moment of her watching and realizing what the red lasers mean. So much so that when her brother sees it and says, I've got the shot, she says, no, it's got the shot. Pulls right. him down. Run, run, run. Which is crazy There's- to think about because she would have never seen a laser guided aiming before like that's centuries before but that she's able to do it that this yeah. dot that's where the arrow flies whatever <laughs> it means right? death right she's yeah. smart yeah, yeah she, she's Whether able to pick up on not. things yeah right. she's learning its hunting style like how it ignores non-threats you know she, yes. she's very sharp and and watching kind of it totally. punch the bear she understands that it's a physical threat that she will not be able to fight one-on-one Totally. And that's why you understand that she does the leap at the end because that gives her the advantage. She saw right. that you cannot face it head on. And she fell off a tree because she was scared of a lion. And then she right. uses a tree as leverage to defeat the predator. It's, yes. it's Well, she spicy already knows with the lion, so like, the best way to defeat the lion is go in the tree, wait it for, for it to come, and then take it when you have the advantage. And that's what she does at the end with the predator by setting up that trap. Right. And speaking to it, when she is saying to it, you know, like, I'm going to kill you. You go no further. Uh, It is literally. The brother again tells her to say that. I got a little worked up. Yeah. Yeah. You tell the line, it's as far as you go. Yeah. No further. You go no further. Oh, so good. And the brother character also really competent. Like, he's the character. He's very confident in his abilities, but he's also, he can put up when he has to. Like, you can see him later on in fighting the predator. Is the rare archetype, Jacob, that people don't use enough that I like, which is the person everyone looks to as a leader. He's the natural. He's the confident. How is he going to be knocked down a peg is the fun of the movie. Is it going to be he learns a lesson? Is it going to be he gets killed? He kind of gets both in this. You know, when he's trapped by the fur trappers and they sort of have to think together and he listens to the sister, this the beaver would sacrifice itself for freedom. He's so worried. She pulls it. I'm smarter than a beaver. The beaver. Yeah. He's also realizing in himself, Dakota beavers, that he needs to listen uh, to her she's stories smarter as well. Than the beavers. <laughs> smarter, um, smarter than me is what she said. Yeah, that's great. So I'm smarter <laughs> than you, the actor. Um, I, and, and I think that's great because the brother sister dynamic. People have been like, ah, oh, the characters are like bland. I'm like, what are you talking about? I, like that is insane. Yeah, like I love that the brother, even though like he clearly cares about his sister and stuff, he still is like. Yeah, but like you don't need to be doing this day and like you should listen to my story. You're not ready. But then he right. slowly comes around like he's he's still She's not the most supportive of her hunting. Right. And then he slowly learns, you know, to believe in her. Like yeah, he's right. not perfect from the beginning either, but he'll find yeah. an excuse for her to come along. If the other dudes are like she shouldn't be hunting, he'd be like, well, she knows medicine. So she could, so he's still right. looking out for her in his own way. I, know. It, 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 I think it's, it's a it's, lot of uh, it's deeper than it looks. I think on yeah, the surface, it's yeah, great characterization without using a lot of dialogue. So the dialogue is very mm-hmm. sparse in this movie, but I think it's a very well written script, both because of the the setup and payoff, like I mentioned before, and also that they can do so much characterization with these few lines of dialogue and still get it across. So I think it is good acting. It's good writing. It's good everything. So 
I yeah. don't understand those criticisms at all. No. And, and, and I think the action is really good. And I, and I just Definitely. like that. It's pretty much like a fury road. Almost. It's like, as soon as we go out, it's literally the hunt. We're looking for the lion and then we engage, you know, and then we're trapped with the fur trackers and that, you know, right. like just kind of keep yeah. rolling and escalating. I think it's on its face. It's like a very simple premise of like, all right, what, what haven't we done with predators yet? Let's drop it into a certain time period and a certain culture and see how those people would react to a predator being there. They could technically like repeat this with different movies of just like putting them like, Oh, we're going to put them in like, Japan yeah. during the yeah. you know in the samurai this, era. I have literally this is been what they should this do since the 2000s literally yeah. to just do different time frames. Shout out to my stepbrother Mikey who hey. uh, I we both have a text thread that's like what if they were this what if they were this. Good my big push is the World War II soldiers in Africa who are mm. up against Rommel. So it's like you're trying mm. to fight the Germans predator comes you know heat know. and conflict obviously Tank division yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah but i want to go back to so many movies yeah go ahead anything anything yeah. and i'm very curious what the direction going forward would be whether that's prey two or whether that's some sort of what just yeah, if it'll other building same, block we'll follow naru or put in a di- totally different culture or make them both if it does well we got to get that pistol back to grayback somehow right to give it to Danny Glover. So, so we run into the French traders. That's where the gun comes from. The gun comes yes. back and she uses that gun to defeat uh, the Teach the me how predator. to use it. That whole scene that is just a slow burn. It's maybe the longest dialogue scene of the entire movie of a translator for the fur trappers just explaining to her how a gun works. And Incredible. then she never says, tell me again. She's like, no, that's it. it up. Yeah. That's it. That's, That's all I need to remember. It. I found that line shocking too, Mike. I watched course, that scene in English right. and Comanche and it was weaker in the dub. I don't know why, but the that way sucks. the lips are not matching the emotion and her confidence. That's, that's all. But my question with the pistol is she has the pistol at the end. So how does the pistol get back? In that's the what I mean. That's, that's what Mike's saying. Gray, Grayback. Right. <laughs> hey, give Whatever me that. His name is. Grayback's going to slaughter their whole tribe. It's terrible. I don't want um, my predators to know names. Let's, can we talk about this predator real quick and say, you know, this, we, we talked about yes, it a little bit yes, before yes. the Dope more design. retro style. Now the, bone the helmet, yes. the bone helmet, Jacob, we still get the heat vision. It's a little more archaic. It doesn't seem like he's mm-hmm. got as many filters or whatever. Mm. But to have the merger of uh, ancient on the outside, sophisticated on the inside, it, it, interesting. interesting. Well, it's like a pre. It's like that's pr- that what the predator's technology level is in this time period. But they still have enough technology to like space travel and fly mm-hmm. to a different planet. Um, but instead of like like the, it uses darts and it's it's projectile thing, it's but like, it still aims it with lasers. Yeah, so, so the guidance system is the same, yet the, the projectile is completely different. and It'll apparently travel in whatever path. It, it's All right, so think about it this way. The, the laser is like the laser pointer, right, of your guidance system for an Indoraptor. Let's say your Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, oh, Mike. and you train the laser on your target, and then the raptor will attack that, but instead of a raptor, it's a, it's a metal dart. There you right. go. Right. Right. Everyone knows the laser guided into Raptor, so I'm pretty sure <laughs> we course. establish a he's, baseline. He's kind of brown, or he's much tanner. He wears yeah. a, sort of almost like leather hides to not a lot uh, of armor. A, yeah, yeah, n- almost none. And to the uh, theory we had before of him coming to Earth just to fuck around, 
I mean, the first thing he does is he gets like an, a wolf skull, like a little one, right? And puts that on his thing. He's just going around collecting. This means it all. He is trying to identify what is the top. This feels kind of right. like Kill baby's bears. first earth trip. Like he yes. starts out, well, there's I like a rabbit. If- and then there's yeah. a snake eats the rabbit, but it's like, would he have just killed the? Like, is he not sure what's? The, so he's, he's kind of climbing the food chain, observing, right? Yeah, observing the different animals food chain. I'm wondering if canonically this is the first predator to visit Earth. Now, if you read the no synopsis that they put on Hulu, Mike, they act like it is. It says, "Witness the origin of the predators as they visit our world for the first time." None of that is apparent in this movie, and I don't it like be, any though. of that. I don't be. want. I don't want it to be written in any corners because I would like this to is see the a, very first time. Yeah, yeah no. it could, that's why give me a caveman. Significance because it Aztec. Is. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, any of that. But um, but you know, it, it feels like this predator in particular. Like, yeah, this is like his first hunt. You know, like his yes. parents drop him off at summer camp. You know, and he's gonna go go find the baddest thing on earth and and kill it and get your trophy. Okay, and bring it back to us. We'll tell you if you did a good job. <laughs> he gets hurt a lot. The bear hurts him. It's not just the warriors. When he fights the entire tribe at the end, a couple of them get some good shots in too. Right? Yeah, yeah. If it bleeds, we can kill it. We get that line. He loses the hand. He cuts that off himself. Yeah, but the bear does do some damage to him. So he's clearly kind of inexperienced. And I want to talk about my personality type for this predator. And it kind of ties into what Jacob said about them in general. Like they don't fight fair. This predator is like the guy who is like... He loves smashing noobs in fighting games. But as soon as <laughs> yeah. somebody halfway confident gets like what one combo fuck? on him, he just loses his it's shit. Like, yeah. Rage quit. He's having the time of his life totally. when it's yeah. super easy. As soon as somebody lands that's one true. combo, fuck out here, you suck, you know? Yeah. He gets I feel like that's kind of how all predators are because even like in one, when he's getting bested, he'd rather just blow himself up and like take out Arnold with him rather than yeah. let they, Arnold he, win. they flip the game board when, when they're losing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very petty. Yeah. And they don't right. play fair, you but they love it when they're winning. Those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like just using the invisibility cloak in this one, it's like so GG scrub. It's like, yeah. you're invisible, dude. I, I thought maybe this one it's would so be cheap. one where it's like, it's just like a camp. Like you look like a tree or, you know, whatever. Mm. No, no, no. Still a full invisibility cloak. Make it as hard as you fucking can. Yeah. Right. Yeah. He's got a cool gaffy stick that comes in half you know Mm, Um, and that shield though how fucking cool is that the shield is dope it flips out he cuts the dude's head off in the tree and cuts the tree down cut the arm off cut the tree down yeah that shield is fucking cool and i love when like he's holding it up and they fire their muskets and then they're all reloading for like a minute it takes what a great visual gag oh man and when she has the gun when after she gets taught how to use it when she goes to use it, it doesn't work. The which first is time. Yes. Historically accurate because those things yes. are all like jam and misfire like all the time. Yeah. And once again, Jacob, the guy giving her the 15 minute speech of you have to do seven steps before you can even pull the trigger. That is what the Second Amendment was for. Not <laughs> these things that we yeah. have now. Everyone you can have weekly issues with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm an originalist. We can all have muskets. That's yeah. it. Muskets for You can have as many as you want. Yeah. Go yeah. crazy. Yeah. We don't even have background. Uh, maybe, maybe. All right. Forget that. Redacted. But, <laughs> but no muskets. British soldiers can sleep in your lodging. I'm also <laughs> very hard on that one. That's right. Right. Yeah. No legal search and seizure as well. Um, right. So, yeah, it, it's 
an interesting time period. I think the sol- problem solving again, set up and pay off this predator is unique. He's like, yes, he's so badass. And like, and in here's the burnt out uh, tree area. That fight is sick. The final fight, I think, is sick. There, there's a lot yeah. going for this movie. Very clever of those fur trappers to burn that whole little area down. Um, here is the last strength of this. I'll say, it sucks. It's a deterrent, maybe for some, but this will get more eyes than it's ever gotten on it because it is on a streamer. Even mm-hmm. if I'm not going to love the fact that we had to look at it on a small screen. Right. And two, I have had female friends text me, have you watched Prey yet? And I guarantee you some of them have no idea what the Predator or the Predator franchise is. Sure. Mm. That's, no, that's a huge great. win for this. Um, yeah, I think it's a huge win for Hulu for having it, you know, but I still wish it came out in theaters. I think it would have done really been like a surprise box office hit for for people because but i think maybe the 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 franchise getting killed three times in a row with the three previous movies yeah that's why they didn't release it in theaters absolutely disney is like i'm not gonna put an r-rated movie out i guess but um you know like my cousin um friend the show chris you know they just had twin girls so he's texting me hey have you seen the predator yet and then i finish it or pray and then i'm like well, that's that's one to show them when they get old enough, you know. Like that's Definitely. perfect, you know. I think At, Naru's great. Amber and when Naru comes, yeah, she's she amazing. It. If you didn't watch yeah. Legion, she's incredible. Um, but the moment at the end where she comes and she's not even like you know these people died, these people died. She takes force. We need to move. This is a scary area. The little girl who looks at her kind of gives her a look back you know it's like that's right we can be hunters you motherfuckers well they give her the war chief stick that her brother gets yes bring the right. lion back you know she didn't even want to be paints, a warrior she just she wanted to be the, a hunter uh, blood on her like that like, was a letdown for me like, jacob because all the posters are that and it's really yeah, just true. the last scene where she comes home she's got but some of it on <laughs> when she finally defeats him and we see her with her yes. i love her weapon the kusari gama that's like a ninja weapon that's a sickle on a chain i love yes. this idea of an axe on a rope and it's Tomahawk, and baby. she uses it how it. to bind him and uh when she defeats it's, him real quick and then yeah. does her war cry in victory i was like Fuck yes, you go girl. Again, yeah. got emotional at that, that point, was Mike. Because awesome. you know it's such a culture thing and she's having such a she's catharsis. Lost her brother. Like, oh, this is great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, huge. It was super dope. I think she really killed it, Amber Mid Thunder. She's probably gonna get a lot of uh attention. Oh, from star this. making. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I say for Dakota yeah, Beavers too. I think super, both of them I wanna yeah. see them in a lot of stuff. Definitely. I think the axe on the rope was really cool. But um, I don't know if it was like super historically accurate again. I, I, don't, I don't know, know about she, that. Like, she invented that, but it doesn't matter. Like for an action movie, it's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome. It just shows her being I don't clever. Know the practicality of it, like the rope. Oh, I'm sure rope. it's nope. wildly <laughs> impractical in real life. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. <laughs> no, no, Wouldn't no. Work. Not even nope. once. Not but where the she way has she, it tied you know, even. If I, but come on. Right. But when she's putting it in a holster and you're getting those beautiful close-up shots of that, I mean, it's they're going for a John Wick thing. It is... I mean, Definitely, it's yeah. clean action. The, it's the precise. Is Dude, fantastic. Dakota's got yeah. one arrow and he's like dodging around, picking it up yes. to shoot it again. Yes. It's so That's good. I love 
you know I love some fucking bow and <laughs> Some bow shooting. Yes, Hell you yeah, do, dog. Dude. You do, you do. <laughs> That's my thing. And the scene where the bear is coming to get her and she knows the shot's not going to work. She and knows the dog, going to beaver hole, too. It's, man, it's, it's fucking scary, dude. If you don't yeah. know the Midwest wilderness or the American West, beaver dams, you enter yeah. from a subterranean yeah. hole. And that's right. how you would get in there if you knew the land. It's it's so totally. Good. She knows the flower. The flower cools your blood um, enough to cools not get picked blood. up on the heat signature. Lucky, it's great. Gets him stuck in the mud trap that she almost died in. She almost yeah. taxed herself. You know, that's like but her uh, rope axe quicksand, but it yep. but yes. the American Plains version of quicksand. Yeah, it's like a bog. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, lowland marsh. And I got to mention the dog. I think the dog was great. Colin, you had some hot dog. Plates. I Yeah, I looked up the dog. I said to this, Jacob and I went and saw Nope recently, which, mm. uh, and I told him this, watching Men in Black, which I did all the Men in Black films on Netflix, mm. watching Nope, watching Prey, fucking alien action horror. Bring it back, baby. We're doing great right now. Oh, wow. Um, Trachtenberg and Jordan Peele, two great like young youngish directors genre directors that are like killing it right now hitting it hard give jordan peele a prey sequel i call it the prey mike or praise praise (laughs) a-i-s-e um it's gonna add a mess on anything i'll call it this dog is maybe the worst dog actor i've ever seen no this dog is a good dog a very cute little sweetheart who, if you boy. read interviews, they're like, we adopted it specifically for the shoot. She was a handful. She had a ton of energy. Every mm. take, we were like, let's just pray to God the dog does what it's supposed <laughs> to do. There are multiple takes, guys, or scenes in this movie where the dog starts looking down the camera barrel, like literally like its face will be this close to the camera. Turn, do whatever it does. It will immediately come back and just stare down the camera Uh, again where I'm like, no, 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 you got to move, sweetie. I guess I didn't notice that too much, but I just thought... Oh, that's a good dog. I right think there. I've seen like, you know, a shot of running away from the bear or something where the dog is clearly having a blast. Yeah. <laughs> like they, it's not intended uh, scared. They you know, there the baby Groot, the baby Yoda, there was this understanding that you just kind of add these small little things, but the dog of it all, you know, so much media is now, what if we just throw a dog in too? And it works. Every time. <laughs> Everybody loves dogs. Everyone loves dogs. And I'm yeah. pretty sure like the Comanche and other tribes, they had domesticated yeah. dogs like yeah. that that they would hunt with and stuff. So Yeah, absolutely. I think it's historically accurate enough for this action movie. Yeah. Um, yeah, I thought it was a, a great dog. Great movie. It's a little um, sweet. Like you're saying with Nope, like there's a very good reason why you shouldn't use live animals sometimes. Chimpanzees very violent uh so the cg bear i didn't mind it like some people are complaining online like oh why didn't they just like use a real bear or whatever it's like that could go really badly on set let me just say let me just say um i grew up at a time we all grew up at the time in the 90s right and there was a very famous bear he was in the edge you know his name is bart the bear he was in uh great outdoors and he was a great movie bear. And I miss Bart the Bear's presence and I miss practical animal trainers. And there's a lot of yeah. animal trainers not getting jobs. True. And true. I understand it's dangerous potentially, but also. It go, yeah, it can go wrong. It can go wrong. So can, like we see, not to go too long, but this Alec Baldwin prop gun thing. Yeah. Now, like 90% of 
responsible firearm prop companies like don't have work and it's just getting outsourced to uh, CG yeah. houses that have right. low wages and low quality. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we're, it's, it's killing an industry and you That's have true. a better chance of like getting hit by lightning than dying on set to a firearm. And it's generally negligence on the producer's and part. I always, That's all I'm saying. 99% A bear is more unpredictable, for, maybe. Yeah. I, I, I don't. Effects, like most of the time, but with, yeah, with something like live animals, it can go really wrong. It's sometimes good to have the authenticness and like like that Harrison Ford Call of the Wild movie, the CG dog in that looks really weird. Very notary. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Homeward Bound, right? Yeah. yeah. Hey, look, There's probably Mike, many PETA violations on that shoot, though, I bet. Milo and, and Otis, uh, they killed a bunch and, of kittens. And Milo and Otis, a movie oh, no. where at the credits it says, here's all the dogs that played Milo and here's all the cats that played Otis. Rest in peace. <laughs> I oh, mean, it no. is like for regulations, I think. Yes. Uh, I am pro. You just have to fake it all. I understand those people are losing their industry. Yeah. I don't want anyone to die. A horse killed Superman. I certainly don't need a bear on set or uh, real dogs or chimps or, you know, any sort of dangerous actual animal, unfortunately. And, and, and I agree. Again, again, you know, we want to protect, you know, life above all else. You know, so I have a nostalgia for the Bart the Bears and the Bart the Bear trainers of the world. But... Um, Bart the Bear, I believe, gets top billing in the edge, by the way, Mike. I believe he's credited I, uh, over sorry. Alec Baldwin and Anthony and, Hopkins. And Anthony Hopkins. Film. Yes. Um, another... another Predator movie. Yeah. Sort of. I mean, kind of. Another most dangerous game movie. Sort of. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, but uh, we do get, you know, good practical effects with the Predator, which I'm glad we got. Yeah. You know, there's they should he, use a guy in a suit but and he does great. It, but let me versus you guys real quick. Mm. This is a movie whose budget was not over $90 million. Right. We just saw Batgirl get shelved because it looked too cheap to go on to streaming services with a $90 million budget. This is a cheaper movie that went to streaming services that I think looks great. And yeah. you mm-hmm. could say because it's saving so much on not needing to have huge amounts of special effects. There's not a Batgirl swinging through the city or a villain yeah, named Firefly. Or anything like no, that. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. It's, you're using like one. It's almost shot like Barry Lyndon, right? You're using like natural light, right? But yeah, we use but always, less than 12 blanks on the entire shoot. Right. Lots of arrows. You know? But I love a director that can do a lot with a limited budget. Again, John yes. Carpenter, famous for never having enough money on shoots, but making it work and killing it. So. Yeah, Jacob, um, if you listeners follow Jacob's letterbox, he's watching so many good classic 80s movies right now yeah. that are all 90 minutes and dirty and gritty and awesome. And that's why this movie's better. hitting yeah. you so hard right now, because yeah. it is one of those movies. I don't know. A if movie that seen... knows what it is, gets out in 90 minutes. Like, yeah, it's so you love good. to see it. You love to see yeah. it. Yeah, well, I guess that's it. And we know what kind of podcast we are. So we've already exceeded 90 minutes. So maybe we'll get <laughs> in to and our out. final sure, thoughts yeah. after this. <laughs> in and out. We're covering a whole franchise. All right, hold on. You know, we'll kill me, do it now. Gonna tell and Mary about Uncle John. He claimed he has a music, but he having a lot of fun. Oh, baby. Yes, baby. Woo, baby. Having me some fun tonight. Yeah. Well, long time. We're back. Our hunt is coming to an end. That's right. We're ready to mm-hmm. leave this planet and leave behind the Predator franchise and Prey, the newest film, which is, of course, on Hulu. Listeners, go back and check it out. We're going to give our final thoughts here, but first, Mike has a quiz. Yeah, This so this quiz is called The Most Dangerous Game. 
Uh, basically, now that I've become a Yotja expert, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna give you guys um, the name of a predator that's appeared in a movie, and you tell me what movie you think it came from. Wow! So this is the name of the predator. I'm very excited. Or like and the title, say they yeah. Have names, but yeah. Mike, you have dreadlocks right now. Uh, yeah, yeah. They're they're <laughs> kind of pulled back, and uh, yeah. So the outja. So so here is a predator that is known as Ultimate Hunter. What movie? Ultimate, Ultimate Hunter from Jacob. Yeah. Oh, anybody can yell anything. We say our name. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna that say was in, uh, that was in Predator. <laughs> that was in Predators, right? False. All right, wrong. Colin, your chance to steal. Okay, chance to steal. I'm wondering if this is the name of the big one, so I am gonna say the Predator. It is the Predator. Oh, I is that the name that. of the yes, Super Predator? That. No, it, it kills this alpha one. Predator or something. Yeah. Mm. Oh, that this, one kills this one. That yeah the, the the Super whatever kills this. So next, uh, this. Predator is known as Chopper. Jacob. Jacob, what do you... From what movie? Alien versus Predator. You got it. That's one for Jacob. All right. Why is his name Chopper? uh, All three of them in AVP had, like, names for some reason. Yeah, you'll probably be able to get those. Yeah. Now, now my guess was going to be that was the first one because, of course, the famous Arnold line, get to the Choppa. But did you guys know, (laughs) um, I think his name is Rene... I don't know, but the the actor, the dancer who played the original Predator cameos as the helicopter pilot in that. Oh, whatever. Kevin, Kevin Michael something. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I did not know that. But I thought maybe that made him chopper. That, if he's that's a good guess. But yeah, no, that is Alien versus Predator. And I think <laughs> once you hear the second one, you'll probably know that there's a trend. Uh, next, okay. next one, Fugitive Hunter. The Fugitive Hunter fugitive Predator. Hunter. What movie is there? A Fugitive Hunter. Jacob. Jacob. Well, huh. <laughs> is that The Predator? Correct. The Predator. That's yeah. also The Predator. I think predator. that's the first one. That they're doing the autopsy on or whatever. Correct. Experiments. And the MacGuffin of that film is his helmet, right? Remember, it's it's in a crash landing and he sends it home to the sun. Sun's like, whoa. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. It's so dumb. All right. So here's another one. So the tracker predator. Where is the tracker predator from? Colin. Colin. I'm going to say Requiem. Wrong. Sorry. Not Requiem. Jacob. The tracker predator. Is that the name of the one in Prey? The tracker nope. predator? You're oh. both wrong. No points awarded. <laughs> tracker predator uh, kills Nikolai in Predators. He's one of the uh, three of the <laughs> super predator tribe. <laughs> Which one is Nikolai? Now, um, the Russian um, man. Oh, of course. <laughs> of course, that's Nikolai. <laughs> we um, must boil our character down to a national trait. Yes, they're all. Yeah. Yeah. I think those are my favorite acted predators, I should say, or yachas in predators. predators. Yeah, I think Up they're prey, but they're the more interesting. Badass. All right, well, here's the, another. I don't, I don't like the prey mask as much as you guys do. I think uh, one of them in Predators was played by Derek Mears, who played Fred or uh, Jason in Jason, the Friday Thirteenth. In, in the best, yeah, he, he's the yeah. base, the best Jason actor, and I think he does a really good Predator too. Oh, nice, nice. All right, well, we're going to skip a couple of these here. Just in interest of time. Sure. Let's sure. go with a predator who is named Scar. Jacob. 
Jacob. Lion King. <laughs> <laughs> Alien versus Predator. Correct. Yeah, it's one of those. Now, right. AVP is also the one that has the xenomorph that kind of gets hit by the the retractable net, right? Does he have sort of the grid? Yeah, he gets him? the grid on his head. That's yep. the coolest xenomorph out of all mm. xenomorphs, I think, because he really stands AVP, out. AVP, Chopper and Scar are two of the... And then the lead predator has a name too, but I Scar. don't remember it. But I'll probably Chopper, Scar, and Celtic. 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 Now, why yeah. would his name be Celtic? I From don't know. Ireland. <laughs> yeah, he is that he is that famous Irish brogue when he speaks. You remember? All right, so I have three, four more. All right, this one should be easy. Right, you ready? The city hunter predator. Jacob. Jacob. Predator two. Correct. Bump bump. All right. All right. King Willie. I just remembered it, Mike. King Willie. King Willie. I said Eddie. Yeah, King, yeah. King Willie gonna come for you now. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't know man. if I can do that, but oh, no, you already did. <laughs> All right, here's a, a predator called Wolf. Wolf. Yeah. I'll let wolf. Colin answer this first. Yeah, I'll say, Colin, I will say this is a Predators. This is one of the other three there. Sorry, maybe. that was not <laughs> correct. Jacob? I'll say uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Yeah, correct. Requiem gets some love, finally. You could be looking it up right now. Um, Is Wolf the hybrid one, Mike? Wolf is the main character who is hunting, trying to get the technology back and shit. Now, why do they all have, like, cool nicknames in the AVP I don't recall them (laughs) ever saying Because they're unblooded. That's their youngling name, right? Unblooded. That's Mike's a fucking yutcha master. Can we right. talk about that? Until you kill a xenomorph, you're unblooded. Then you become, I believe, blooded. new blooded. So they all kill xenomorphs as a coming of age. That's interesting. Dude, that's why it's canon in Predator continuity, potentially. But if you remove AVP in all comic books, then it's just could not be just Man, predators. You know? That first one where he makes the girl the shield out of the xenomorph head and the like sword out of its tail. And yeah. then he, ends, he gives her like the birthmark or whatever to prove she's a hunter too that has stuck with me since i was fucking 16 years old seeing that movie in theaters not many people have killed a queen let's just say yes yeah okay so two more and then a bonus where what is the jungle hunter jacob jacob that's predator the first one correct okay the jungle hunter yeah. i wonder if that's what he was called in the script the jungle, the jungle hunter, hunter and the city hunter maybe just yeah. the hunter but yeah and, and then now bring it around the feral predator the feral hunter oh colin is that yes. prey correct prey feral hunter feral yeah. hunter. feral hunter that really reads to me that he wouldn't be able to use any tech like a guy like that, saying, he feral hunter wouldn't use. You should travel. see him back home, though. Everyone's wearing suits. They got 401ks. This guy. <laughs> He's like a trucker, Jacob. <laughs> the, the predators that we see in movies are just the rednecks of that planet. And they just like cruise around the galaxy in their old pickups and just. Yeah, they're like trophy hunters. Yes. Yeah. What if there are yetchas on the predator it's, planets that are like. It's actually wrong that you do that. Yeah, like those things, hunting and humans stuff. are actually endangered. It's really they're silly. They're completely that you do outcast that. from society. <laughs> like there's yeah, a there reason is. trophy hunting was outlawed. Yeah, right. There's yeah. a human skull up in somebody's like you know that living would be room. Just to make a movie like, about that, like set on the predator home world. Yeah, right. We yeah. need more of that. So then the bonus question: 
Uh, what is the name of the predator that is, well, I guess I already told you, but see if you remember that is the only predator that's been in more than one predator movie. Oh, the only predator. That's oh, been... Jacob. Yeah. The jungle predator. No, no. Colin. Oh, Grayback. Yes. You called him earlier. Oh, all the marbles. The, the grandfather predator. Grayback like, oh. elder. Because that wow. looks like the jungle predator, but he, according to this website, screenrant.com, he is known as the crucified sure. hunter in predators. In predators. Okay, I thought that was the same guy. No, because he Give he me a medieval. Up. Give me he the crusades. That yeah, that's it. The, the final thing here is yeah, exactly. what setting would you each want besides the crusades oh. and say, Samurai, because we've said it. Yeah, That's a great oh, fucking idea. Everyone would love Samurai. samurai. Jesus, Another, that would be good. Be cool? Pirates. Yeah. Ooh. Pirates. Pirates. <laughs> I don't know how well that would work. So, so Jacob, like they're touching their, their ships in the water, or it's yeah. like above, and like you know. as ships go by, he like Pirates. jumps down. And he's like, yeah, no, he's stranded on a desert island. Your ships yeah. run aground. Yeah, there's a bit of okay. a boat fight. In the first act, is a boat fight. The boat crashes, right? And then now we're on an island. We don't know where oh, he is. Boom. Thirty I guess minutes. The main problem is you need. Some kind of really strong hunter or warrior culture, or he, else it doesn't yeah. work. Well, no, the right. pirate Vikings, took over the main yeah. British ship. He's a fucking badass right. pirate. That's He's true. a total Blackbeard. tyrant. Yeah. yeah. So now you do it with name. So we have Predator versus Blackbeard. My pitch would I, that I was thinking in my mind was Predator versus it. Odysseus. <laughs> yes. Oh, right? three, Another clever thinking man. Beats Predator. Yeah. Mm. Well, Odysseus, you know, famously beat the Cyclops by hiding under a sheep, blinding him. When he says, who attacked me? He says, my name is nobody. And then his friends cry to the Cyclops, who is hurting you? And he says, nobody, nobody is hurting me. So the thinking man's hero. I think Odysseus would be perfect. Uh, any other like an Odyssey predator. versus Predator? No, yeah. my Predator yeah. Odyssey. <laughs> it's it's it is. I think the the hardest thing is giving a reason for it. You know the what is this being hunted? This whatever. This was such the prey was such a perfect entry of. You can kind of get the green sort of alien. You know he's fresh, and the people are at a point where this is. We were kind of more. I'm not going to say savage, but more battle ready. We'll say right. Um, and well, you have I, a culture with the Comanche where they're literally trained their whole lives to be hunters. So it's like the perfect yeah. setting. So Spartan tracking, you know, yeah, samurai. Um, yes, I could totally see those working. I don't know. I don't know. It's uh, what what Prey has done Caveman. for the franchise is opened a door. It, it's opened a door to a giant world of predator stories that we've never. What ifs? We, we've been painted into a corner since Predator Two. Yeah. Like, can we just make a bigger predator? Go to Predator Planet. Like, that's the freshest idea. What if we there got. were more? Yeah, right. here it the is. The predator like, just tries to throw a billion things at it. It's like, what if there was an alpha predator? What if there was these other predator dogs? No, just show me the rite of passage that all young predators have to go through. And it's just at different times they drop them off at Earth around whatever's the strongest thing to see if they can do it. And we also probably need a movie where the predator wins. Just, just one. Yeah, that's true. That's something I was going to mention. Like every Predator movie ends with they humans beating the Predator, right? <laughs> yeah. Are, are they really that good of hunters if they're dying this much? <laughs> Do we have to switch it? Does it have to like take place the point of view of Martians or like a different type of alien? And then 30 minutes in, you're like, oh shit, a Predator's hunting these motherfuckers or something. I, I don't know. 
The Navi. Yeah. Predator versus the Navi. The Navi. James Cameron in here. We're printing money right now. We should not air I, this in the episode. Honestly, I think an avenue you could do is another AVP movie. I'm not saying that's the sequel to Prey, Aliens but I agree Prometheus? with you guys to where... Oh, wait. Sorry. It wouldn't be Aliens. Yeah. Mike, if it was specifically that they had to fight the little white ones from Alien Covenant, I would PVP. be so happy. Pa- Predator versus Pathogen. Predator <laughs> versus Navi would actually work because Navis are like seven feet or like nine yes. feet tall or whatever. Right? And they That's know the you. nature yeah. and the, the lands. Yeah. yeah. Dreadlocks. Now, my alien pitch for a million years has been go back to the original franchise, but make it one alien versus old people. It's people who are like on a ship where, you know, only like people who are about Weaver. to die would take this job. But, you know, like space truckers, quote unquote. But that was my, always my fix to go. Here's how you get Arnold in this thing. Arnold can play like an old guy who like loves his cat or something. You, you can go very against like type. Driver. Mike, I'm not kidding. I <laughs> would literally a, put a million of them in. Now, wow, I almost great. wonder, since he's done it already, do we go to the next one? Do we get Sly Stallone somehow in the next Predator? Do we do we swap? Do we bring Sly to this franchise? Well, the dream would have been to put him definitely against Rambo after Rambo 3. Yes. Like that's. That yes. missed it though. That ship has sailed. Yeah. Unless you it know, we can reincarnate young people. Predators now. versus the Expendables. Disney <laughs> okay, owns you. five Disney million owns dollars this now, <laughs> so we could have young Sylvester Stallone. They're not a, above de aging, you know. And right. you know, Alien is about to get a TV show for the first time. I think Predator. Mm. The reason we've been able to attempt these reboots after all these failures is that it never had a shitty TV show like Terminator. Sarah Connor Chronicles, oh, is that yeah, what that was yeah, called, yeah. right? Yes, yeah. yes. I think, I think they will probably, with the success of this, greenlight a TV show more than likely mm. than anything. It will be a direct, Prey Season 2. Yeah. A direct, yeah, a Prey direct yeah. sequel with yeah. Amber Mid-Thunder, I think yes. it's probably more likely than a different setting movie, but they might do I that think eventually. so, too. But yeah. then I wonder, because I, I would love to see more naru and you know but fighting more predators like do they kill her and get the gun back i don't want to see her die but she can't just be like the like one person who's killed six different predators like right she can't like come on like i love it okay so mike it's the end of the predator it's the post-cred scene the Mm -hmm. time pod opens up it's naru okay she's got the face on her (laughs) you could re-edit that we bring her to the future she's (laughs) she's why they have the pistol she puts it back on the trophy case because she's she's on the predator's planet and topher grace is crying yeah and then yeah then they jacob they all get off the yuba home world the loonies pick them up (laughs) oh man yeah wow okay that works Let's do it. And then Naru, which takes her mask off in Requiem to reveal she's the wolf hunter. That would make sense, actually. She's she's in the Iron Man suit. She's the one human in Naru. Yeah. Mike, did you look up a picture of the Iron Man suit? I did. That thing is insane. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. It's like anime Batman. Yeah. It is wild. The predator killer. But I I love this movie. Prey. Oh, my gosh. It's great. Yes, it is huge really praise from the only all of us here. Is, I just can't get a sequel because 
unless she just becomes the chosen one of all humans. Like, she would have to be so integral to the lore yeah, sure of Predator. I like that I, it's in a vacuum. M- yeah. Can I tell you guys, my hope yeah. is Amber Midthunder becomes as popular as Arnold, where she turns down the sequel and says, I don't need to come back to this shit. Right. She's a fucking awesome person. Yeah, so. I think she'll yeah. definitely be getting casting calls and give her an like x23 role please oh yeah. if she was marvel's she's X-23, already doing that, that she's going incredible. ham with that axe yeah. on the predator i'm like dude this is so True. x23 right now definitely give her that money disney yeah, great you, already, movie. you already you already paid paid her yeah great movie uh really you know very few complaints if any it was just a huge success right all right, yeah, we're we're close to well, it's probably two hours by the time editing is done. But do you have a rankings <laughs> to run through? We've talked to the whole Predator franchise. Uh, Might as well yeah. end it with a with a, with an ordering, I guess. Off yeah, I will go quick because I think I can just do them off the top of my head and go yep. Predator. Really, just because it's the original. Honestly, I do think Prey's maybe better than it. So, but I would go mm. Predator, Prey, Predators, Predator Two, the Predator, and then the AVPs don't count. But the first one I would put very high. That Laura that's K. basically my exact order i would say like uh predator yeah. prey predators predator 2 the predator is the yep. worst one for sure Easily. i forgot to say they also predators talk in that one or they use like a speech translation thing to talk they to the human i forgot yeah. about so that that's <laughs> <pretty> <laughs> <cool>. <laughs> mm. you need to listen to me <laughs> it's like oh no <laughs> yeah, yeah that movie I guess we're in agreement that like the main line entries, it's predator, prey, predators, and then I like AVP, but whatever. And then predator two, I haven't seen the predator. So Requiem and then the predator, um, it Requiem sounds sucks. Requiem's really, you can't see what's happening. Like the it only shit sucks. you want to see it's filmed. Like it, it yeah, so it's, it, I, the only dated. reason I can't put it below the Predator is because I've never seen the Predator. Yeah, right. Sure. Right. Well, Otherwise, it probably will go there. But anyway, um, yeah, top three. The Predator, Predator, Prey, Predators. No, no um, particles in our titles. Shane Black, get out of here. <laughs> I hope yeah. everyone involved in this feels monumentally successful for something that I hope is getting some good buzz. It seems like there's some fervor online. This, uh, the... It also had to go up like the releases of this weekend were that they that slash them, which is like a yes. Peacock original horror film. I don't they know a them. single person who's seen that. It's getting so. some backlash because it's like trying to be like a pro LGBT movie, but it goes in so hard that it comes. It's like comes off as like almost anti LGBT <laughs> parody. <so>. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> oh, um, that's yeah. It's a slasher set at a gay conversion camp. If you don't know the premise hmm. of that. Um, Prey, I think, is getting a lot of good buzz. I've talked to so many people, uh, just acquaintances and stuff, that are like, man, I saw Prey. That movie fucking ruled. So I think it's getting a lot of good buzz. Hopefully, and a lot of people have brought up to me, Jacob, that it's 90 minutes. Give it a yeah. theatrical run. Yeah. Just, just throw it out there. I'd see it again in a theater. I would. If you did it for I more would not music, see the you dub, do it for Prey. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Cool. There's been some backlash from like really dumb people online saying like, oh, She's a Mary Sue, blah, blah, blah. That's but those people are going to say that about anybody who's in yeah. a movie who's a woman. They already um, made up their minds before they saw the movie. Exactly. It's here's a political so movie because it stars a woman. That's yeah. stupid. Get, get, yeah. out, get out of that. You had the first hundred years of cinema to yourself. All right. Just fucking open <laughs> right. the door. Um, here's how I look at these. And I'm putting AVP as four. And here's why. You watch Predator, Prey, 
Predators, AVP. That gives you the most comp- comprehensive look at the lore of the Yout John yeah, Alien That's culture. an awesome run. That's the best four to watch if you're only going to watch that many. And that's it. Cool. Predator. All right. The whole franchise. Now, we did it. No our, one has to our, ever talk about it again. We said everything. Well, that's because Predator episode. Our, our little wrist bomb here is counting down, we should say. Oh, man, I, I yeah. noticed it's down to the last oh, digit. Oh, so oh. before we... Oh, no, he's in the trees. Before we... Before this thing goes off, let's uh, let our listeners know that uh, if you are smarter than the beaver, you can, of course, find us at normies underscore like underscore us on all social medias. Write to us. We want to know your feelings on Prey. We want to know your feelings on the Predator franchise. I have a feeling this is one that not a lot of people have seen if we've got younger listeners. So check it out and let us know. Um, Look at the YouTube. You know, Jacob's killing it there. Um, Yeah, thanks, Mike, for always editing these. I just always add more stuff at the end here because I, you know, I'm very appreciative of you guys and you listeners too. So uh, keep listening. And uh, we're your hosts. This is Kutch, I'm going to say. This is uh, the milk jaw. This is uh, the alpha hunter Jacob, the strongest of all the Jacobs. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, he's no. autistic. Watch out. Oh, superpowers. It's like Jet Li the one. You're going to have to fight yourself, but you could always win. Bye. 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 My name is Gandalf the Grey, and I'm imploring you to leave a like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. Don't keep it secret. Don't keep it safe. Don't take me as a conjurer of cheap tricks, and we'll catch you on the next episode of Normies Like Us. Fly, you fools!